the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Half time in the three o'clock games. Uh, let's try and go back to a couple of them actually, because it will still be the break at Tyne Castle. Uh, our hearts putting on a show for Neil Doncaster, the guest of honour, Fraser. Is that what's behind this? <laughs> Maybe that was uh, Robbie Nielsen's team talk beforehand. It'd be interesting to set up the, the director's box actually, you know, and sit beside Anne Budge and Neil Doncaster and see if there's any any chat between them. But uh, on, on the field of play, they've certainly been very comfortable. You know, they, they've been good, and I think probably the, the way we expected Hearts to be for most of the season because there, there is a gap between them on, on, on paper but you've got to go and do that on the field of play obviously and, and I think this year the performances haven't been uh, up to up to top standard but today has been good they've moved it around well they've, they've, they've looked comfortable on the ball although the first five minutes or so Cali you thought well, they're up for this because Scott Allen the shot that skimmed the top of the bar they get into some good positions some nice play but after that it's just all been Hearts and, and I just can't see what do you do if you're Neil McCann because they need something out of this game but you're, you can't throw players on and go forward because Hearts could just pick them off they're really just waiting for the result up at Dunfermline and I think it's to, it's two each up there so if that stays the same then at least Cali have got a chance in the final game of the season but uh, I think it's all pretty forlorn for Cali Hearts very very comfortable Guy McKay Stephen playing in the hole behind Boyce and Andouille is looking very very sharp and uh, you look at the squad of course they've got to do a bit of recruitment over the summertime, but this is a squad that could be top six in the Premiership as it stands easily. So they've got a good base to, to start from and hopefully next season we can get a few of the crowd back here as well to get this place rocking again. Let's go to Firhill. Has that one started again yet, David Friel? Not yet, Gordon, not yet. The, we're at that stage of the season, David, where I wonder if the, the equaliser for Cove is met with almost as much joy for, for Partick Thistle fans as, as their own goal because you're looking for other teams to do you a favour as well. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But I, I do think, watching Partick Thistle today, I don't think they've got anything to worry about. I mean, it's it's very attacking. It's expansive stuff. I've got two wide men playing really well. I've got two strikers playing really well. And I'm, I mean defence. You know, they're giving very little away. I don't think they've the shot and goal yet. So they're playing really well. Ian McCall always felt he would get it right at Partick Thistle. And they certainly are flying. Um, as I said, chasing five wins in a row, chasing five clean sheets in a row. And I, I'd fancy them to get it in the second half. Goal Flashes with Top Scaffolding. For the top team in scaffolding, visit topscaffolding.co.uk. Design, quote, deliver. Okay, let's get those second halves up and running then. Don't forget, you can stay in touch all afternoon on Twitter and we'll open the phone lines in about an hour's time. And you can speak to the guys in person and let them know what is on your mind. Good second 45 performances coming up, hopefully. Uh, we've enjoyed what we've seen from Tynecastle. The guys are out and about as well. Keeping an eye on things So we'll keep you right up to speed And let you know everything That happens between now and then We've got more teasers More nonsense on Twitter No doubt What a response To that first half topic Of the tone deaf decisions That your club has taken Our own tribute To the European Super League Brilliant I'm sure we'll get back to them And we'll have something else for you In the second half as well Inverness have come out fast Alex But well, they're, Yeah they're, they're That's the ball The the goal, uh, the keeper Craig Gordon saves it rather well, but he should be dragging that across to the back post. There's a man coming in on the left hand side. Yeah, I don't think there's a comeback on there, Hugh Evans, is there? I uh, can't see that happening at all. Uh, Hearts, I just wonder, we're watching Hearts TV, obviously. Will they show the trophy presentation if they feel that badly about mm. it at time up? We'll need to keep our eyes no, peeled. Well, they will, because they will, they're going yes. to do it. Mm -hmm. They're going to do it. So. Um, There'll be an element of the supporters Do want to see it as well Hugh So 
They've made that decision um, As I said earlier on For me it's the right decision Right Hugh Let's give maximum time on this one Are you ready? I am The second half teaser With Monday Scottish Sun Free goals pull out And all the reaction to the weekend's games I have played alongside Josh Windass Alec Ray And Mark Wilson And I've been managed by Glenn Hoddle And Steve McLaren I never played for my national team But I won two league titles in Scotland And won every final I played in here Who am I? So I've played alongside Josh Windass Alec Ray and Mark Wilson I've been managed by Glenn Hoddle and Steve McLaren Never played for my national team But I won two league titles in Scotland And won every final I played in While I was here Who am I? Mark Wilson just did the index finger In the air celebration Because he thinks he's got that already Alex Ray does see. have it And Alex uh, Sorry, Mark Wilson's got it wrong <laughs> <laughs> And Alex Ray's got oh, it wrong Sorry, sorry, sorry Yes <laughs> Wrong way round Yeah, thanks for coming Alex <laughs> <laughs> I do think the Listeners will get this At Clyde SSB The race is on Take in that information Tweet us one name Over to At Clyde SSB And see if you can get I mean you've got a head start You knew that He's one of your teammates Yeah 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 Oh there's a big goal as well Aloha are down But Oh no They've taken the lead At Morton Innes Cameron With the goal mm, Yeah It was a no no there for Mark I have, I, have to say, I have to say Morton are in dire straits Absolute dire straits uh, I said earlier on It's a must win If they don't turn that round oh, Playoffs Here we come And yet You watched them against Motherwell in the cup And they put on a Terrific performance Alec You just wonder How they can't take that Into their league campaign You're right They're right down there And they're in real trouble No friend of the shows Gus McPherson We wish them all the best In the relegation Right okay That's it Is it decided already <laughs> Battle Relegation battle yeah, Absolutely It was a strange appointment as well I thought You know The St Mirren manager Going there to Morton Because of that rivalry I just Ach, mean it's it's I'm, I'm talking about In terms of a supporter's perspective You know I understand Gus has done brilliant At St Mirren Over a period of time Went to Queen's Park Did well as well Dad, So I get mm. all that But I'm just talking about Bringing in An ex-St Mirren manager When you're your biggest rivals I think it's bizarre hey, You can stay in touch with us On Twitter All afternoon We're looking for your answers On the teaser If you want to keep getting involved With those Daftest Most tone <laughs> Deaf Decisions That your club have ever made Please get them in Because there are so many The, the reaction has just been Brilliant Really really enjoyed it you've, you've You've Cheered us up You've given us some great memories um, So keep them coming in If you want I'll give you Maybe give us another We'll get another topic up and running Some, for the of, the, some of the tone deaf decisions I was having a think about that But the big ones The more serious ones Down south Either Renaming the stadium Or Moving stadium You think yeah. about You know Arsenal fans How they felt about Highbury And how they loved it Of course they would argue That the stadium's uh, You know Beautiful now <laughs> But at the time You know you, So many people on TV That's a terrible decision And I can't believe The owners are taking us away And you could probably say that For any yeah. Any team down south That initially I think all the supporters think it's a terrible idea to go from the traditional ground, but of course, when there's billionaire owners, they don't really care. But That's listen, Highbury, Highbury was a dump. You know, by the time they moved, it was dilapidated. I mean, it was graced by wonderful players, the Patrick Vieiras and no one greater than Thierry Henry and so on and so forth. But Highbury was a dump, 
And the the, the Emirates. I don't know, Hugh. I feel like people, people, people uh, loved Shug, it. Listen, I played at um, Highbury. Uh, in fact, I scored there as well. And um, oh, right, you oh, just dropped yes. that in. That's fine. Played, played like surface that, like. was tremendous. I like that. The the f- the frontage was the red brick. You go inside, you have all the kind of panelling similar to Ibrox. Ah, you're a traditionalist then. Proper, absolutely, stadium. yeah. It was a proper football stadium. I know, so, but, but the, the the place they're in now is a palace. I mean, you people have to move on. You know, if you want a no, no, bigger, a better house, you know, you'll go and get yourself one. I think the day the day match day revenue goes through the roof. I think Arsenal's one of the highest on match day, so I get all that. But in terms of Highbury, I think if you ask a lot of ex players, it was a dream to play it. Just something that. Jogged my, my thought process there When you're talking about stadiums and, and English football and so on It reminded me This is quite interesting um, Maybe not um, The Scotland men's national team Have announced where they will be based During the Euros uh-huh. okay. Now bear in mind we're playing at Hamden We've got two, two of our games are at Hamden But we'll be based at Middlesbrough's training complex In the northwest of England For the duration of the tournament Um I don't think that's good because I think uh, you, if you are in your first tournament since 1998, you want everything to be Scottish. You want to be based here, surely to goodness. Well, by all accounts, this suits Steve Clark because we we couldn't because Orium was already designated, selected as the designated camp for the Czech Republic prior to Scotland's qualification for the tournament. Well, was it not possible for the SFA to to make a provisional booking? That's the most that Scottish I would thing guess I've not. ever heard. I would guess not. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, listen, it's that works two mark. ways. That works two ways because I get what Hugh's saying and I would be for what Hugh's saying. Everything Scottish, being your your national training centre, you know, have everybody round about you, the nation behind you. But Steve Clark may think I may just get too much in Scotland, get his mm-hmm. team away, out the limelight, down to England, North East England, and because these things there. when Czech Republic and others qualify first I guess that just allows you the first pick of places yeah, of and we didn't does, make yeah. it until the November maybe that's just part of it but could, um, you, could you not have used one of the old firm training facilities you know cause, yeah. because that, that, I would estimate it's about three and a half hours I minimum would, to Middlesbrough I would imagine has anyone been to Middlesbrough's yes I've been yeah. there trained there yeah is it it's impressive beautiful. it's beautiful yeah. and, and you also have the golf course uh, Steve Gibson because I wonder if it's money. Would that, that be a good bit bigger than 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 Celtics or Rangers? Uh, well, I, I wouldn't say in terms no. of football. No, I wouldn't say in terms of football pitches and but things. But there's a team hotel there though, that, which Lennox Town thing, and, yeah. and yeah. Oakenhowe don't have. So that probably is what um, what swung it. And to ensure the best possible preparation, the head coach will also take Scotland to La Finca in Spain. Nice, that's a nice golf oh, course there. There is yeah. a, I, I can tell you there is a nice golf course there. Um, but um, that's to prepare for these fixtures in Faro, which is where Alex Ray's favourite oh, place as uh, well. Listen, see, if we can get gone, you are all welcome to come. Junk, yeah. Dazzler, yourself, you a broadcast from the beach. Oh, I, I don't, I, I, can you I imagine? I don't think foreign travel is, is see, on the cards. For what reasons, though? Can we help pass Mark, off yeah. that? Mark, you've trained at St Andrews. They could have trained at St Andrews, Scotland, and Steve Clark could Good have rented show. my caravan in Anstruther. <laughs> <laughs> Always try and make money Honestly yeah. You can see right through it Oh Morton have equalised Marcus Fjortoft uh, With the equaliser For Morton There at Capelo Speaking of trying to make money Right I've got two quiz questions for you One in particular Dead easy The easy Forget the teaser Or anything like that This is the easiest question You will answer all afternoon Which member Of the Super Scoreboard team This morning Paid Three figures 
So quite a sizable amount of money So it's the guy with the most cash No no <laughs> Three figures Cash For a golf club But waited Patiently <laughs> For his one pound change oh, oh, There's only oh. one person Well By Get process elimination yeah, you, you have to tick off. It can't be Hugh, can it? Surely he, he doesn't know how to swing at a club. No. So it and doesn't it. like spending his money. Yeah. So we're looking at Alec. <laughs> Do you know what the worst about it is? He probably bought about three packets of biscuits with a pound change. <laughs> you, I, mean, that, I mean, that's unacceptable, isn't it? I, I, I think scandalous. So I think the thing is, I, I don't. I don't I, talking money, not always the, the best top. All I'll say, it ended in a nine-nine. Right, that's what you need to know. And the pundit in question produced the cash and stood and stood and stood and waited for his one well, pound change. Well, obviously, you've outed me out here, right? I'll put my hand up and say, unfortunately, it was me. But there's a reason behind everything I there do. There is no good reason every for pounds, yeah, no, pounds no, there, There's a very good reason. One, look after the pounds. I'll help you with your next divorce. That's my new statement. <laughs> right. So here's what happened, guys, on my defence. I gave the guy the money. I was going to give him a tenner, but his boss was standing there for a tip. And I thought, right, has he got a till or he's not got a till? Because I'm playing tomorrow morning. I'm in a sweep and you need pound oh, coins. Very good. So I had to stand there. And had to. Do you know what's worse about it, right? Because of restrictions at the moment, you, you can't go into shops. You know, places have got different setups with sort of coming to the front door and whatever. So the guy had to go, like, and go and retrieve the pound coin oh, from quite yeah. some distance away. <laughs> no, he didn't. And bring it back. He did. Uh, yeah, was did take? Uh, and his own pocket together. Do, do you know the one way I was making casual conversation, try to pass, pass a couple of minutes? <laughs> it's it's a, oh, is that <laughs> my pound? I forgot about that. Oh, you shouldn't have bothered, son. Okay. Pound land pip. <laughs> Just, I can't believe you've shamed me I thought he was going to spare his brass neck there By saying oh it was for charity And I put oh, the pound no. in the charity If there had been a box else. there Mark I would have probably put another couple of quid in Because that's the kind of person I am But you've got to understand Well hold on a minute Right before we get any further Right off If you walk into a shop tomorrow Right And you've got an item at four quid you give them five quid You've got to say Don't worry about the pound nah, I'm away. that's not the you point wouldn't, you, that's He not doesn't the even point. tip a barber Once you get in, <laughs> once, once you're dealing in three figures And the guy has to go And walk away To, re- to retrieve the pound That's that's when you yeah, know Yeah 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 It's uh, not the difference Between four pound and five uh, uh, Come no, on He's so tight He's no, so I'm tight not, Stingy <laughs> tight <laughs> right. Episode two of this story right All in the space of a couple of hours I'm not involved in this I'm An even easier quiz question which member of the Super Scoreboard team turned up at my front door at 7.30am this morning to ask for diluting juice to be put in his water bottle? Oh my god. <laughs> you didn't tell us Deadly serious. You must be joking. Half past seven. Half oh my past god. seven. You're a kid. We up? Luckily, well, I've got a, a young daughter, well, as you yeah, know. So I, I was pla- what happened, Alec. I'm out my bike, taste my water, right, and the water. I, was, I thought, oh, that's not nice. I need diluting juice, so I couldn't get back. So I thought, Gordy lives just up here. Six miles away. But then, then I get lost in his scheme or estate. Sorry, <laughs> <Scheme>. <laughs> <laughs> I get lost in his estate, like. and I'm all over the place looking. Eventually, I had to text somebody up. Great, boom. Got my diluting juice. Honestly, Blackburn. I want a eh, Blackburn. Blackcurrant. I want a wee bit orange, but I didn't want to be too remarkable. Didn't story. have any, and you finished it. That was the <laughs> last one. <laughs> Half Poor past seven. Got Half past seven. T- text message. You, you know, within text. Oh, yeah. You up. That was it. That's it. Yes. Then just. 
Call. What was it? Call. That was the one <laughs> one back. So I'm t- I was a bit worried about him actually because you haven't really know. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? He goes, Are you up? I, I told you I'm up. Yep. I'm lost. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find your house. I need some diluting juice. Put in my- and I thought, What is going on with this guy? Weird request. I don't get paid for this stuff. See, in yeah. here between. Two and six I'm paid to put up With your nonsense I'd like to thank you For your generosity today I will be Has your wife not suggested A change of address <laughs> I think we might need To look into that Anyway uh, uh, Dunfermline going into Lee Gordon Over Our broth 3-2 now oh, Good game that one Five goal thriller And not done yet Peter Head 2-0 up Against Clyde He's Hamish struggling Ritchie Clyde On struggling. 56 minutes Hamish Ritchie That's a, a good, good Scottish Scottish name, name Yeah Hamish don't see many Hamishes these days, do you? I used to call Hamish my dog. Fringe. Hamish. Hamish McAlpine. Hamish my dog was called Hamish. <laughs> walking about the east end of Glasgow, Hamish! <laughs> <laughs> Always goes down well. Is that not what you call him when he's got two paws inside the front door and two paws oh. out? <laughs> <laughs> Keep them coming. Honestly, wow. I'm disappointed in myself. <laughs> but I must admit. I feel, I feel ashamed I That was good, that. I liked that uh, Right, get the answers in on the teaser Repeat the question for us, Hugh I have played alongside Josh Windass, Alec Ray and Mark Wilson And been managed by Glenn Hoddle and Steve McLaren I never played for my national team But I did win two league titles in Scotland And won every final I played in here as well Who am I? Some wide-ranging answers in this, I must admit um, What have we got... Darren says Is it Reggie Blinker No um, Hold on What else have I got on here For some reason I'm not on the right page Right here we go I'll start reading out The wrong answers for you Stephen Carden says Chadu Ree <laughs> Angelus <laughs> says Colin Cameron No Mark Cosmo says Henning Berg No Brady says Conway Craig Conway Just Conway Any, Con- <laughs> any of the Conways <laughs> No Gary Buchanan Thinks it's his namesake Gary Hooper It is not and Bobby Bailey thinks it's Michael Gray Bobby can think what he likes But that's not the answer Okay, keep them coming in A few of you do have it At Clyde SSB um, In this game here, Gordon Just quickly An outrageous skill. piece of skill From Scott Allen I know his team are 3-0 down Ball comes to him In the middle of the pitch A good pass Fizzed in He hits it with the outside His foot Spins it round the midfielder And gets it the other side Terrific 3-0 mm. down though 3-0 down yep. I can do it all day long <laughs> uh, It's not the only game In the capital Today we do have A cracking Scottish Cup Quarter final tie Still to come Between Hibs and Motherwell Let's get the team news There with Alison Yep good afternoon From Easter Road 5 o'clock kick off Here for the first Scottish Cup quarter final Of the weekend Hibs against Motherwell It is two changes For Hibs From that midweek win Against Livingston It's Matt Macy Who's in goal This afternoon With Ophir Marciano Taking his place On the bench For Motherwell It's an unchanged Starting 11 After that 1-0 win At Hamilton On Wednesday night Tony Watt Takes his place On the Motherwell bench This afternoon As he returns From injury So the teams are For Hibs, first of all, Matt Macy in goal, a back four of Paul McGinn, Ryan Porteous, Paul Hanlon and Josh Doig. Midfield four, Martin Boyle, Alex Gogic, Joan Newell and Jackson Irvin. Up top, Kevin Nisbet and Christian Doidge. On the bench four, Hibs this afternoon, Marciano, Gray, McGuinness, Wright, Stevenson, Hallberg, McGregor and Bradley. For Motherwell, Liam Kelly in goal, a back three of Tyler McGlore, Declan Gallagher and Ricky Lamy. Midfield five, Stephen O'Donnell, Mark O'Hara, Robbie Crawford, Alan Campbell and Nathan McGinley. Up top for Motherwell, Devante Cole and Chris Long. On the bench for 
them this afternoon. Chapman, Carroll, Hasty, Lawless, Maguire, Mugabe, Dunn, Watt and Foley. And your referee for this one at Easter Road is John Beaton. Looking forward to that one, Gordon Diel. Yeah, I think it'll be a terrific game, Gordon, I've got to say. Start of the quarterfinals. Um, you know, Hibs will probably start favourites. And rightly so, they're in good form, they're a home side. But I just feel that if Motherwell can play to their best tonight, I think they can get they can progress into the next round. I'm hoping, fingers crossed, but it will be difficult. I mean, Alex, it was a 2-0 yeah. win for Motherwell on their last visit, but it's the firepower Hibs have, it, the, the names are starting to leap off the team sheet at you, aren't they? Yeah, Nesbitt, uh, Christian Doidge, you also have uh, Bo- Martin Boyle coming in off there. Uh, he's an interesting man, Martin Boyle, uh, you know, because he moves at so much pace, going into the box, any contact at all, and he doesn't need any invitation to go down. The amount of penalties he's won. Well, I this think year. the confidence Gordon said the last time they were there, Motherwell were excellent that day right. and won the game. So I think they'll go with the same mind. It's quite a front three, though, Mark, isn't it? Yeah. Doidge and Isbet Boyle, and then even beyond that. I like the boy Newell in the middle of the park, I have to say. Ah, he's a good, play. good player. Good player. Doig flying from, from full full back, backs. Yeah. Hibs have got a, a, you know, a terrific squad they've assembled, and when it clicks for them, they are a formidable force. I think Boyle has been terrific this season. I, I really do. I think Nisbet, you know, what a signing he's made. Um, I see Hibs as strong favourites. You know, the interesting one. thing about this uh, Hibs situation is that the, the chairman didn't take any of the bids in January for Nisbet and Portis you know there was mm-hmm. considerable bids and I think as a manager you're thinking to yourself that's a right result because if you'd have lost Nisbet at that particular time yeah. in one of your key centre-halves then it kind of halts you in your track we've seen that with Aberdeen I mean come on Hugh 30 year anniversary of 1991 surely the omen is there for the steel men no? <laughs> okay thought I'd try he's just looking at me blankly he's not having that. Uh, the only thing I would say to you is that you could take advantage of the Hibs curse in the cup this season lost to Hearts in last mm-hmm. season's Scottish Cup semi-final played this season and then bearing in mind that Hearts were in a lower division and still are and then lost to St Johnston in the Betfred Cup so Jack Ross has been a terrific manager for, her, eh, for Hibs but the Achilles heel is cup football well, we will find out. Alison's given us the team news there. We're looking forward to that one. It's the first of the Scottish Cup quarter-final ties. Uh, keep your answers coming in on that teaser, please. Looking for the, the Who Am I at Clyde SSB. Big weekend this really, isn't it, when you think about it? This is, the, this is the, the the business. And then away from away from the football, we, we're looking forward to Monday. Things starting to ease up a little bit. Life starting oh, to get back you towards know what I'm normal. After, you? you know what I'm after, This guy weeks. has been moaning. What for? Every time I see him, he's moaning because he needs new trainers. Trainers? He, uh, uh, have you ever heard of online shopping? Sure. No, it's not for me, no. No, no, none of that online. <laughs> carry on. I'm cash. Give me, some, shop. give me some cash and I'll go and get some change for you as well. So what's the, <laughs> so what's the, what's the first shop Nick. you're going to visit Nick. after the, the lockdown break. restrictions Nine end? Nine o'clock, soon to drop the kids after <laughs> okay. school on there. Two pair of trainers. So specific. I've told the missus. I've got 250 quid in my drawer and I'm going up to buy two pair of trainers. Right, okay. Oh, How much is the trainers cost? 25 quid a pair of trainers. No, you might get a decent pair, maybe about one and a half, and I'll buy a pair for running about. What? I bought my first house for less than that. <laughs> I wonder, what's the first? What's the first restaurant, pub, shop, hotel that you're you planning? Oh well, no, I'm on Monday. Yeah, but I've, I've got. I'm I'm away for a few days on Tuesday right. because hotels are okay. opening up, so I well, can't wait for that. Nice? Oh, mm. oh, don't even ask. Don't even ask. I wonder, by the way, this could be an opportunity. We've just stumbled upon something here. Maybe this is a chance 
To give a shout out To the local businesses That have been struggling Over the last year What is the first Restaurant Cafe Bar Shop Hotel That you're going to visit When you can on Monday Tweet us in Let us know and this is, we'll, give, we'll give them a wee shout out It's been a tough year Let's Absolutely. everybody get together And see I mean uh, Your big multi-million pound Billion American corporation Doesn't really count I was Disgusting. thinking more like Yeah Well I've, I've already booked Koyas for uh, next Saturday Before the show it's right. my daughter's breakfast. It's my, yeah, breakfast. Eleven forty-five. Okay. I put a stroke. My missus said to me, "says I'll, I'll go to a phone callers up and all that. I know they might be busy and all that." I said, "Well, you better know that. Let me there. I know the owner." Oh, oh name dropping that's shocking. Oh, like. You don't name drop, Alec, do you? I just you. Um, <laughs> you I, that's not what I thought you would go for. I thought I had you. There is a there is a there is a takeaway eatery oh, that you coffee. Are, oh, but you've always been able to do takeaway. I suppose. You're, yeah. No, so no. The, there's a Colombian uh, nah, coffee that, shop that, in Street. That doesn't count. I'm staying in on Monday. Saving the pennies. I'm having a quiet Monday. What is yours? Electric bar? Any of Motherwell's Motherwell Witherspoons? No, I don't get any Witherspoons. Well, occasionally I will. Three years ago, with you before the show, we used to get in there for a cup of tea, which I wasn't too delighted with. Um, probably, yeah. Um, you'll just be staying in. Hugh Keevens, what's your first port of call when you can? Uh, whining and dining Anywhere Everywhere Am I allowed to mention yes. the name? Ah, why not I've got a special lunch booked With some old hacks uh, To talk over the old days In Marsanta In the uh, uh, What do you call that place? Merson City Merson, Merson City. City Yeah Is that You got vouchers left over from last year? I beg your pardon <laughs> Just seems like the type of occasion that you would use them for, right? Okay, yeah. Listen, this is a wee opportunity for you to just give a bit of a mention, a bit of support to Absolutely. anywhere that's had a tough time. Uh, maybe it's your local. What's your local? Maybe it's part of the the pre-match routine, whatever it might be. I mean, Rob Scott, straight in Monday. Box Bar, Tron Gate, some chicken wings with my wife on Monday. Box bar. So that's good, Scott. isn't there? Box Bar. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. people be taking like Monday off so they can go out for lunch. Can you imagine? That's, 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 that's what I found strange. See, when it all opened up back in England, when was that? A couple of weeks ago. You know, I'm watching watching this morning and you or whatever, and you see people sitting in a bar, and you think if they they just if, took if they, they just took the day off just to go and sample a restaurant. I mean, I know it's been long, but come on. You'll be going to the gym, surely, Daz, a man of your athletic yeah, ability. Um, I've already booked in, Gordon, so I'm just round the corner from you, so I'll bring the keep the blinds down. <laughs> My granddaughter will be 11 in June and has never celebrated a birthday in Scotland. And she's going to be here in June, so at the age of 11, she's going to have her first birthday with her grandparents, her cousins. Oh, very nice. Uh, so I might, even, might, I might even pay. Mm, don't stretch it You've just announced that To the nation I wouldn't do that If I were you But lo- people are clearly Desperate to get out And about on Monday um, Ryan O'Donnell says Old House Arms And East Kilbride for me uh, Anthony Boyle's going to Guidi's and Coke oh, and T-bone steak He yeah. says Hayley Mills has booked The dry gate on Monday First beer at 1pm People have got this In the diary It's been circled for weeks I'm feeling a bit guilty now. I've been well behind on the plans. I feel like if you've not got somewhere booked, you're going to miss out. God, and the old golf, the, the old golf courses as well. I've now got the well, clubhouse is open. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'll be playing golf Monday and then sitting in the nice beer garden, having a nice cup of coffee. You can book my off uh, the machine. You can book <laughs> my caravan in Anstruther, Gordon, if you're. Oh, it's a lovely part of the world. Yeah. There we go. Family very, discount. Very attractive rates. Rab says the first place I'm going on Monday is the Burn Raw Pub and Bears Den. Tell Shinjuku Shug to come in for a half. Why? Right. 
If you're Get paying Rob, he will be there. He will be there You every, every, believe it Every time I'm dropping them off We get past a, 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 an establishment On the left hand side He says I think we'll bring Lady Keevans up here Whenever he's back to normal <laughs> He's been threatening it for a while <laughs> he has. And he's, he's never done it The thing is The weather's got to be nice On Monday surely It's terrain no, it's it it's terrain? Terrain? <laughs> oh, Everyone who's out Sitting there in their beer garden With the umbrellas yeah. Have you not noticed We are in day three of three When it comes to our summer This year I think That's yeah. my fear um, I did see that Point made on social media that we we all savour this because there's that oh, fear that it's just going to disappear somewhere it around can. the corner. So yeah, there we go. Keep them coming in as well. Just thought we thought we'd do our bit. Give a little bit of a mention to all the places that have been missing out. John McCrossan says, "Forget the shops, bars, and restaurants. Straight to Ferry Fit Jim Lanarkshire's finest." He says, "On there." Um, <laughs> so. Look at his neck again. What, is, he, is he trying to pose his muscles <laughs> over there? Mr. Universe, he's posing. Awful. Really yeah. awful You and I will be in the gym Monday, Gordy uh, Not together we won't I'll be staying well <laughs> away from you I'll be bench facing you I, I've seen this guy in, in action in the gym And all he does is Go in and speak to people I've <laughs> never seen him on any machine Alex <laughs> Just no, speaks to people He's in for about three hours at a time Just pest on people Don't get any of this shape Alex no, Standing no. about You've got to put the effort in mate Whispering about the gym Quick He's on his way over <laughs> they look, No the problem is now They can see you in the booking sheet Is that right? Oh I, I always wonder Why it's always empty That's what I mean That's how I now know I can When you go Here boys me now uh, Hugh Give us the question again please I have played alongside Josh Windass Alec Ray And Mark Wilson And I've been managed by Glenn Hoddle And Steve McLaren I never played for my national team but I did win two league titles in Scotland and also won every final I played in while I was here. Sergio's gone for Jeremy Frimpong. Not sure if that's an entirely no, no, no. Uh, serious answer or not. Um, what else have we got on here? Scottish Scott says Fabrizio Ravanelli. No. Okay, keep them coming. What a player he was, yeah. Ravanelli. Poof. Silver yeah. Fox. Yeah, played against him a few times when he came to Dundee. Yeah, he was, I think he was at Middlesbrough. Uh, the, the, the boy uh, Alan Boxic as well. Oh, yes. Oh, what a boy yes. he was. Big what creation a, boy. What a player, man. Yeah. They were paying some right good handsome money back then. Middlesbrough? Middlesbrough. Oh, fortunes. Gaza, Paul Inns, all these guys. Big Woodgate. They were a time they were brilliant to watch. Janino and Emerson, well, Emerson and that. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I'd have loved to sign for Middlesbrough. That was my. Was that your team? Yeah, I like the wee place called, is it Yam? Oh, Yam 85, that was a wine bar, and uh, oh, yeah, that was a fantastic. It's a beautiful place, sir. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. So, you want to sign for a football club because of a wine bar? No, oh, just to be village, it was lovely. Oh, I was you very can, go, can you go on Monday? Is that allowed? <laughs> can, can you <laughs> can we get my one way ticket? Alec, <laughs> like, what's happening to Sunderland? Look. 2-2 two, two. Well, Do you know the thing is, you, they were, I think they were leading 2-0 earlier yeah, on. I was were. just about to start raving about it. Yeah, uh, uh, the guy who runs Adidas. Mr Adidas, his son, is now actually overseeing Sunderland and you expect him to start kicking on but it breaks my heart when you actually say Accrington Stanley versus Sunderland oh, ridiculous I have, I'm, Honestly, I can't even think about football because the amount of people that are clearly desperate to get, to out, get out, out on Monday and understandably yes. so Brian's going to the Newton Arms in Newton um, there's another one here who's going to platinum lace, which is fine. I didn't, I wasn't aware that was. Is that part of the Oof, the, the, reopening, the reopening on Monday? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Richie's gone to the, the, the Bracken in Erskine. Uh, that's my first port of call. 
Uh, what else have we got here? There's so much happening. Yes, Lyndon Dyke scored again, Gordon. But he is on fire. fire. He really, I mean, they're getting beat off Norwich, but no. What's that? About seven or eight goals in the bounce? No harm in that, but. Um, it was a tap in, but at least he was standing in the right place. Have you, okay, have you even seen yeah. it? Have you actually seen it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. right, okay. I must have missed it. Um, Mark Wilson, what are you pointing at? Richie I'm just Tull. pointing out Richie Towle Who plays for Salford I did not know that Richie was at Celtic When he was right, a right? kid And he, he, he went round the clubs up here Didn't he a bit Went oh, over right. I think he went over Richie Ireland Towle Towle I don't know no. he's a thing yeah. Yeah. Middle the name T you dry, dry yourself uh, Middle yeah. name T Salford now Yeah <laughs> Did we get more? Oh, did you call Bad news for yep. Breakin Cowden Beath One up Listen away to joy Listen No to no the no the no, no, no take no joy in it But bad news for them Oh would you look at this guy Honestly Halliday down Getting treatment Trying to A fitness test for Beat the Pundit on Wednesday night uh, At this rate Seen the hottest day of the year <laughs> I would hate to be wearing A suit on the touchline Like <laughs> Robbie Nielsen Did, did, did you uh, catch the quote of the week On uh, Super Scoreboard Gary Caldwell Speaking about Celtic's Mark Wilson I did I don't I know where this is the, going He's a legend The epitaph Mark Wilson's epitaph Gary Caldwell He made a great cup of tea I'll take that here He does He does the boy Give him a bit of credit Six goals in six games For Lyndon Dykes Can't argue with that six, Especially in the championship Has to do that Listen you want to hit form At the right time Gordon He actually looks as if he's holding His buttocks Andy there Didn't he Did you oh, see right. him walking off there Hmm too much time sitting playing the PlayStation. That's what it will be. We'll need to carry this on on Wednesday. Um, is it the emergence of Shea Adams? Is that what's given Lyndon Dykes a Are we kick joked? up the buttocks? Well, it should do because he's a right good player, Shea Adams. And uh, uh, but it's a handy problem for Steve Clark to have. We cried out for a decent striker. Now we appear to have two. You want them uh, on form at the right time, Gordon. That's, that's the thing. You got me confidence there. Cove just took the lead oh, at Falkirk. Mitch Megginson. one, Cove two, Mitch Meganson goal machine for Cove and that could have a huge say at the top of League One. Partick Thistle are still winning as well, of course. Told you to keep the management team, Shug. Yeah, you've created your own upheaval. Well, to be fair, they were on a, they've been on a really <laughs> sticky run before now. Hence the removal. But of, it's more of dramatic. Dunfermline four two up over a broth. Craig Whiten, game over there for me. Uh, Truth Hurts has taken it up a notch She's go, um, going to I had to book weeks ago Monday 12pm See that's an early lunch isn't it uh, oh, Liquid lunch mm. Get straight on Partick Duck Club Says oh, Truth Hurts Oh that's one of my first places I'm going to That is a yeah. favourite is of it? Mark Wilson oh, nice. Love it Brilliant Magnificent It's a high standard Duck <laughs> <laughs> Unsurprisingly <laughs> No listen there's millions on the menu But it's great Frank, Frank McCready's off to the Garden Hall in in East Kilbride Great pub and beer garden It's been the year of the beer garden What about all these folk though Who spent fortunes getting one put in the back garden uh-huh. And now they're going to have to abandon it And never be seen again Collecting yeah. dusty all, all of you who bought those expensive beer machines To pour at home And your beer garden in the back garden And now you're just desperate to leave the house Yeah, Gordon yeah. you'll not believe Beautiful. this I sold my, my last house in 2005 in Bears Den. And I converted the basement into a kind of kitchen area, open plan, in the back part of it as well. Just a, it was a, an offset with a sauna, jacuzzi, and the whole bit. They, no, by the way, I've never heard for this guy since I, since I sold it. I occasionally see him at a football match here and there. Quite an affluent guy. He sent my missus a picture of the basement. He's turned it into a pub. <laughs> oh, the charging entry. By the way. Like it the, was sensational I had all the optics The shooting match The bar fee I think Oh that's magnificent 
be Thank looking goodness for. that ended like that when you said <laughs> when you mentioned <laughs> sauna and you said your missus is a picture. I said, do you have a pint? Uh, <laughs> Hugh Keevens, any more goals you need to tell us about? Uh, I don't no, think so. No, no, we're all clear at the moment, but uh, Falkirk, that's a shock for them. But Paul Hartley, Cove Rangers, promotion two seasons in a row, perhaps. Some going. Paul's done it before, hasn't he? With Alwa. Well, Alwa, yeah. Bottom league, yeah, promoted uh, two in the bounce into the championship. I, I, no surprise for me with Cove. I, yeah. I think it says at the start of the season, the they, will, they will get promoted. The, yeah, Mitch Mickinson just he strolls it at that level. Fraser, Fraser Five, yeah. a, uh, they've got the boy Rory McAllister that yeah. you know, doesn't even play a lot of the time. So no surprise for me, that one. It always helps when you've got someone who's going to finance it. It gives you a fine chance, Mark. Gives you a vision, uh, of course. Uh, uh, you know where you're actually looking to go. There's very the... few that can actually uh, back that up financially. You know when you look at a lot of the clubs out there. Yeah. But you need to deliver, of Absolutely, course. So Paul, of course, yeah. Yeah, although people say it's an easy, easy job getting it when somebody's throwing money, you need to pick the right guys. And Ray McKinnon, of course, the same. He comes to Queens Park. Yeah, he has to do the business on the pitch. So it's maybe. I don't know who it's a blessing for But if the Falkirk fans were allowed in It's a massive game They would be there in their numbers mm. I wonder how Paul Hartley would be getting received As the, oh. the manager of Cove Who are now winning And going to put all sorts of dents In um, Falkirk's title hopes Yeah, it didn't end well There no. for Paul We had his run-ins with a couple of players um, And didn't have a good time there They've collapsed Falkirk really yep. In recent yeah. weeks It's a business end you, That's when you want to be hitting the, the heights Unfortunately, they're not doing that, Alec, and uh, they've got to be punished for that. Um, I like Falkirk. I think they're a good club. Yeah, they are a good family club, yeah. You know. Yeah, I do as well. Had a, you you were How long were you there? Three years. I do remember it well. I had a season ticket for Behind the Wall. Just off for the train station, you know it well, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd just seen next to me. Oh, my <laughs> word. Honestly, we say we'll just pop in for a half hour. We used to get the last rattler back I'm home. Behind the wall. <laughs> <laughs> they were the days, Shug. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, the last rattle. Honestly, God, man, he <laughs> <laughs> should pop in for an hour. Brilliant times. So you know, when you think back, some of the characters, uh, you know, uh, the game: Peter Heatherston, Roddy Manley, Sammy McGivern, Crawford Bapti. You know, guys that had real good so careers. The characters years. were ones that played with all. Big Gordon Marshall, nah. You know, but what I'm saying is, there's guys that have played numerous you know, the and whole career. By the way, while you lot are going on a trip down memory lane, 16 year old Finlay Pollock has come on for Hearts and for Gary Mackay. Stephen, I know that in amongst a lot of the criticism that the Hearts have been getting this season, there the has youth. been a, a feeling amongst the Hearts fans that they've not played enough youth players and uh -huh. they should have been giving more minutes. Uh, to academy graduates under a certain age Well there's one 16 year old Finlay Pollock Am on. I right in thinking that he is the first Academy graduate to get any minutes In the Hearts well, team of the season no, no, no. Irvin. Uh, uh, boy, uh, Sorry a boy Irvin Under a certain age I think Yeah It's not to say that he's the only academy graduate But un under a certain age I think That was the that was the stat Well you know Everyone has felt the pinch Because of the pandemic And uh, rearing your own players Is certainly one to do for the future Yeah that one is wrapped up um, Maybe a bit of life left In Jim Duffy's side Paul Crossan's pulled one back oh, yeah. East 5-2 Dumbarton 1 Well Clyde Crossan. are losing So if the Dumbarton could get an equaliser It'd be something uh, Yeah I, I mean What a It's a brilliant a, set up Gordon isn't it? The, the playoffs at the top and bottom Are oh, tremendous yeah, made For some drama difference. Yeah um, 
Will we get any late drama between Partick Thistle and Airdrie? The last we heard from David Field, Partick Thistle were, were pretty comfortable and had been playing well. But you never know, could be a sting in the tail in that one yet. Uh, what? One more, one more shout, I think, on the teaser, Hugh. This is your final, final warning. I have played alongside Josh Windass, Alec Ray and Mark Wilson and I've been managed by Glenn Hoddle and Steve McLaren I never played for my national team but I did win two league titles in Scotland and won every final I played while I was here Who am I? Who am Mm. I? Keep them coming in at Clyde SSB You've not got long left so get thinking If you think you're almost there join up the dots and let us know what a game in midweek, boys. Cove Rangers versus Partick Thistle. Oof. Up at Cove. They're all like that now, aren't they? Because of the yeah. split. So it's going to be a very interesting couple of weeks. Cove yeah. don't lose there that often. I think if you look back over the years. They will this week. They will on Tuesday. You think so? Think you so? think Thistle yeah, will five, be five in the bounds. Good form. Yeah, but Cove are doing not too bad. On that Astro pitch, it is huge. Is that right? Huge. And they make the most of it. I tell you that. They know mm-hmm. how to play. So yeah. you're going for Cove then? I'm going for Cove, yeah. Um, yeah, don't lose on that. What night is it? This Tuesday, I think. Wait, go up, let's go up. Do you fancy it? No, I'm looking over the wall. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll meet you at the cross. <laughs> Article can't wait for the Glasgow Angling Centre to open because he needs new waders. Any oh. fishermen in here? You don't oh. strike me, you lot. I, You're not, you've not got the patience. I could not do that. I no. seriously oh, um, can imagine. Move. Hugh Keevans, not. Nah, don't <laughs> think so. Boring. None of you. Not for me. Oh, Not for me. I, I can see. I actually can see you. You know when Mark, you like watching you, the birds, you, do like, the birds you like the great outdoors. So yeah. maybe, the, maybe, maybe the closest to it. But mm, just the patience. I did. Uh, sitting there. Yeah, I'd end up with plenty of fish. <laughs> um, Is that not the idea? <laughs> we can't. <laughs> we can't. <laughs> nah, I think. I think there's a fisherman in you. Yeah. I, yeah. Do, well, I yeah. do. I do believe he could. You can yeah, be convinced. Mm. You've given you could talk to, to, talk to yourself. Have you like started it. talking to the fish? The, fo- the boat would be full. <laughs> <laughs> nah. What a game! What a game at East End Park. The Fairman four are both three. Scott Stewart on eighty-two minutes. Can they, can they? Seven yeah. goal thriller. We mean that shape, Scott Stewart, didn't we? Or well, I did. You were no, in the no, studio. No, I saved Most the boy's times. career. Actually, he was going back to amateur because of the travel. <laughs> And you, you I talked him round. I says to him, Look, lad, don't worry about it. I'll, I, I was Yorkshire there, weren't I? Lad, look, lad. I was yeah, lad. Look, lad. Um, and I brought the lad in. I told him that he had a career. He was a good player, good young lad, great um, great attitude. Mark will tell you. And he ended up at Dunfermline. And he's doing all right. He's not at Dunfermline. He's at our broth. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> no, he's scored he's for him broth today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm talking about a different person <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about young George Edwards Who's that? Oh you didn't have Oh Scott Stewart Dundee Sandy's 2 boy. Wraith Rovers 1 Kyle Benedictus well, On well, 88 minute. minutes Josh Edwards The boy that scored was <laughs> Scott Stewart right, Forget it please Dundee 2 Wraith Rovers 1 Kyle Benedictus Hugh Keevans Maybe too, a late too, drama there Too little too late I think Gordon. Dundee will see it out it was interesting because I was with Fraser at the beginning of the show. There's, I've watched Wraith Rovers a few times this season, Gordon. Attractive football side. There. Really play football the right way. Get good players. Um, I'm a bit surprised. I know it's a difficult oh, game. Of two, Cove two. Oh, Connor was on the subject of fishing. Connor Salmon's get equaliser oh, for Falkirk oh, yes. against oh, Cove yeah. Rangers. Is there going to be a winner there? 
I, you know, that's back to suiting Partick Thistlemore because they're yeah. in line for three points, and um, it would be a share of the spoils there at Falkirk. I've had a few good games over the course today, a few high scoring ones. Um, How's Air United going? I've, I've lost that one. Rogers fell asleep. Is he still a nil nil down in Somerset? He'll have the hanky. <laughs> Big Rog. Ah, see, to, on a day like this at the seaside, he's from. He's an Ayrshire boy <laughs> oh, anyway. Gervin, he Gervin. won't care. Yeah, he'll he be won't care at all. White hanky over the head. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one and only. Looking forward to Monday Going to go to the spiritualist For cocktails uh, David Lees needs to go to Primark For some new bockies and socks yes. All been there And Luther's Volvo says Half the folk I know Will end up in Barrel Please don't Please look after <laughs> yourselves but We were up there We were up there uh, A couple of years ago Weren't we yeah, Doing a little yeah. question and answer That was an entertaining Life. afternoon uh, Well interesting I would call it interesting That I'd never been in that environment But it was It was great to see Some of the people there Oh they enjoyed I'm sure Don't forget Just over 15 minutes The open line Will be here Get your calls in 01419511025 Maybe you want to talk about Today's football Maybe it's about Tomorrow's football Or any of the week's Big issues Whatever it may be Get your calls in Right now 01419511025 Young boy Pollock It came on oh. uh, A few minutes ago <laughs> you know, Not holding back He flew into a tackle Two or three minutes ago, and uh, Sean, he's not scared to mix it at this level. Well, Fraser was, you know, Fraser's the eyewitness, and we can see it as well. But he's stature for sixteen, he, he, like a big yeah. boy. Yeah, he's got a good um, physicality for sixteen. Just before we go on, Gordon, I'd just like to mention to you that Sunderland have now regained the league three-two. Maxi Sunderland, yeah, it's a bit of all turns around for them. Is there a stand named after you there? The no, there's a few nightclubs though. <laughs> 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 Uh, right, I think we are in late drama territory So let's round this off, Hugh Just to give us mm. maximum time The second half teaser With Monday Scottish Sun Free goals, pull out And all the reaction to the weekend's games I have played alongside Josh Windass Alec Ray and Mark Wilson And been managed by Glenn Hoddle And Steve McLaren I never played for my national team but I did win two league titles in Scotland and I won every final I played in while I was here. Mark Wilson had a strong recollection of me, but Alec Ray doesn't remember oh, me at he's all. He's got it now. Yes, shake up. I am Lee Naylor. Lee Naylor. Well done. Thank you for taking part. Thank you to each and every one of you that took the time to get in touch and submit an answer. The podium looks like this, though. Sideshow Bob is in third place. He's always in it This geezer isn't he he's, He knows his stuff mm. Mark Wilson's Doug Is in second place ah, Woof woof um, She's unlucky Alistair Gregor <laughs> Alistair Gregor Is in first place Well done to Alistair And the rest of the guys Well done boys Dylan Tate's been sent off For Wraith Rovers So they are Down to ten men They still trail by two goals to one So looking unlikely That we'll get a comeback there Mm. Old Lee Naylor What a player Alex Shaker, yeah, yeah it wasn't bad He was a young kid But to be He's fair Where did you play with him? He played with me Wolves 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 I have to say The better The, the better <laughs> the two is oh. Accrington have just equalised Yeah I've got an Accrington Oh come on <laughs> uh, What's his face um, uh, Must have been Jolene, some player Jolene Lescott right. was oh, Formidable What a player he was Why He won the championship With Man City What's mm. the nickname Shaker all about? I've no idea. No. I don't know what the story is. Nails. Shaky Nail. That one. Shaky Nail, maybe, yeah. Is it? I you just you... made that up, didn't you? No. 
That's what it was Did they call him Shaker at Celtic? No Nails <laughs> Nails Shaker Nails huh? yeah. Nails and Willow What a team Ah, oh, formidable fullbacks and Keenan. In fact, when he came to Celtic, that was probably the end of when I or the beginning of the end of playing left back because I'd played left back up yeah. until then. And uh, Naylor came and made the position on his own. Nails, Brilliant. it's nails actually. Mm. Um, Stenhouse Muir now Cowdenbeath two. That's the full time whistles starting to go. Uh, so we'll give you reports from our featured matches this afternoon, and you can uh, have your say very soon indeed on the open line. Alex's. Pointing, he thinks it's oh, Sunderland. Oh, look at the keeper! He thinks right, it's Sunderland on, have equalised, but they, it's Accrington that have equalised yeah. here. So. Here, Dazzler. Yeah, you had a go at the goalkeeper earlier on. What about that free kick there? He could have threw his bonnet. You still on really it. take it to heart, don't you? Your former clubs have not. That's this. desperate. I don't, That's desperate. Uh, I think the goalkeeper had no chance at all. <laughs> right. Full stretch. We're almost there. Hearts had this one wrapped up a long time ago. Three 0 yes. up. No goals for Roger Hanna. David Friel. It looks like Partick Thistle will hold on. And of course, we're now only. 13 minutes away from kickoff between Hibs and Motherwell looking forward to that one getting underway and a mm. great weekend of Scottish Cup action if you want to preview Rangers St Johnson or any other tie with us do that on the open line it's going to be a good weekend it's a bit of a shame Hugh that they're all sort of spread out yeah um, but I tell you I'm really looking forward to Kilmarnock St Mirren can Kyle Lafferty keep up this incredible mm. run of form uh, what a magnificent piece of business by Tommy Wright to get Kyle Lafferty to Rugby Park, uh, his thirteenth club of his career, and it's a you know it's clearly he's never found anywhere that settled him down, and that's a shame because on his day he's quite a player, and that will be a terrific cup tie. Jim Goodwin has done wonders with uh, St Mirren. That that could be a really great match Monday night. And I mean Alex Rangers yeah. now. Would be favorites, firm favourites yeah. for the cup, given that I mean they would have been favourites anyway. But but with Celtic being out, how do you strike that balance between acknowledging that, but also being mindful of the fact there's a lot of football still yeah, to come? Yeah, without doubt. And ha- you have to respect the opposition. Going obviously it's St Johnson tomorrow night. They have to go about it in a professional manner. I expect wholesale changes tomorrow. I think all the key players will come back in, and I think you have to look back to a couple of months ago when they lost at St Mirren. Uh, it was a real kind of. Yeah. Wake up moment for them. Full time at Tyne Castle. Here's Fraser. Full time Hearts 3, Inverness Cali Thistle 0. Hearts got the victory they wanted on the day they pick up the Championship trophy, and it was pretty comfortable. And it all came from an excellent first half performance. Goals from Gary Mackay Stephen with two. He was excellent throughout the whole game, and a deflected Aaron Mackinoff shot enough to see them 3 0 at half time and 3 0 at full time. Very comfortable Hearts the first. 45. Scott Allen actually had an excellent chance for Inverness Cali Thistle in the first minute. An 18 yard shot that just drifted over the bar, but after that it was all hearts. 1 0 in six minutes. Gary Mackay Stephen, lovely touch, cut inside, uh, one challenge, and then just shot low past the goalkeeper from 18 yards with Ridgers beating at his left hand post. It was 2 0 in nine minutes. Mackay Stephen again involved, passed to Mackinoff. Similar position from where Mackay Stephen scored. This time the shot was deflected and sent Bridges almost the wrong way as it went low into the left hand corner of the net as well. 3 0. 31 minutes, Craig Gordon with a clearance, Andre with a flick, and as Robbie Deves and Mark Rogers hesitated, left the ball to each other. Mackay Stephen lifted the ball over the goalkeeper and just walked the ball into the back of the net. It's always going to be tough 
for both sides in the second half for Inverness Calatissel to get back into the game for Hearts to keep up the momentum youngsters McGregor and Lyle were thrown on by Neil McCann and Todorov tested Gordon almost immediately with a low shot straight at the keeper when he should have gone across goal but the Sting had gone out of the Hearts attack a Tim McEnough shot from the edge of the box the only effort in the first 20 minutes of the second half the tempo dropped in the sunshine as often happens when one team is far ahead Cali then blew a glorious chance 69 minutes lovely free kick by Scott Allen the right hand side into the 6 yard box Free header from Miles Story, but he struck the bar when he should have scored. Then at the other end, Gary Mackay Stephen burst past David Carson on the left. Low driven cross across a six yard box. Liam Boyce slid in, but the ball hit the post, and again, he should have scored. But in the end, very comfortable for Hearts as Cali see the playoff hopes disappear. But a trophy lift and one more game for Hearts, and then they're back in the Premiership. Full time at Tynecastle, Hearts 3, and Venice Caledonian Thistle 0. So, so finished at Air United, Queen of the South, Roger Hanna. Air United nil, Queen of the South nil. Queens are safe in the Championship for another season, but the sweat will go on for here. A long journey to Inverness on Friday night. They will only be secure if they can match or better the result that Morton get at our broth on Friday night after Morton's draw with Alloa. He had the better of this when they had the better chances, but they just ran out of steam when they got into the final third. They didn't do nearly enough to taste Rohan Ferguson in the Queen's goal and the Dumfries side led by Alan Johnson who just got his new contract last week. They can celebrate by knowing that they have managed to stay in the second tier once again. He started ready to look McCowan feeding Mark McKenzie for an angled shot across the face of goal after 16 minutes. McCowan then twice off target when he had sightings go before Michael Moffat cut the ball back into the path of McKenzie and he mishit his shot as air piled towards Ferguson in the Queen's goal. Stephen Doby had a real chance of 20 yards shot after 32 minutes, saved by PJ Morrison in the air goal, but Ayr's soon back in the front foot and both Moffat and Joe Chalmers had chances before the break. Then just right at the end of the first half, penalty claims waved away by referee Nick Walsh after the ball seemed to strike Ewan East on the hand in the box, Walsh clearly thinking the hand was just down by his side. The second half, fewer chances in front of goal and further in between Moffat, a shot saved by the legs of Ferguson. Then at the other end, Reese McCabe with a shot from distance, well pushed out by Morrison, the on-loan Motherwell goalkeeper between the sticks for there. He has finished brightly as well, 75 minutes, Josh Todd a volley from 12 yards but it was too central, too straight and easily held by Ferguson. In five minutes from time, the final chance, Young McKenzie spinning in the six-yard line, firing in a powerful shot but it just flew inches wide of the near post. Not good enough for there, the sweat continues to the last day of the season. Air United nil, Queen of the South nil. It's also full time at Hill. here's David Field. Full-time Gordon Firhill, Partick 1, Airdrie 0. What a massive win for Ian McCall's side. They made it five in a row to extend the lead to the top to four points after Cove drew with Falkirk. The players have just gone absolutely mental on the pitch and no wonder Thomas Robert hit the post for the Airdrie in injury time just as Thistle were hanging on. Airdrie fair play in the second half. They threw cross after cross, corner after corner, but Thistle stood strong. In the end, Brian Graham's goal in 31 minutes was the difference between the sides. Shea Gordon's header hit the bar, it came back to the big striker and he made no mistake. But for Max Curry, the Airdrie goalkeeper who was outstanding throughout, the game would have been over at half-time. He saved from Zach Rudden twice, he saved from Brian Graham before Graham got that goal. In the second half, it was a lot stuffier. Thistle had a chance to kill it through Scott Tiffany, but he blazed over the bar and then came that late drama with Thomas Robert. But a huge three points for Ian McCall's side ahead of that midweek trip to Cove Rangers. Full-time party at one, Airdrie nil. Uh, OK, I think that just about does it for our featured matches on the full-time scores. The full-time whistles are starting to go uh, all around the country. But what a big win. What a big win that is for Partick Thistle, especially combined with the draw between Falkirk 
and Cove Four points clear Jags fans pick up the phone And let us know how you're feeling Let's go back to Easter Road Because we are fast approaching Kick-off between Hibs and Motherwell In the Scottish Cup Here's Alison Yep, just about seven minutes until kick-off here at Easter Road for the first Scottish Cup quarter-final of the weekend. Motherwell won 2-0 in their last minute to Easter Road back in February, but Graham Alexander does accept that they are very much the underdogs going into this evening's Cup tie. Two changes for Hibs from that win at Livingston in mid-week. Matt Macy in goal with Ofer Marciano on the bench, and it's an unchanged Motherwell side after that win at Hamilton Ackies on Wednesday night. So for Hibs, Matt Macy in goal a back four of Paul McGinn, Ryan Porteous, Paul Hanlon and Josh Doig in the midfield. Martin Boyle, Alex Gogic, Joan Yule and Jackson Irvin. Up top, Kevin Nisbet and Christian Doidge. On the bench, Marciano, Gray, McGuinness, Wright, Stevenson, Holberg, McGregor and Bradley. For Motherwell, Liam Kelly in goal. A back three of Tyler McGlore, Declan Gallagher and Ricky Lamy. And it's the five of Stephen O'Donnell, Mark O'Hara, Robbie Crawford, Alan Campbell and Nathan McGinley. Up top for Motherwell for this one, Devante Cole and Chris Long. On the bench, Chapman, Carroll, Hasty, Lawless, Maguire, Mugabe, Dunn, Watt and Foley. And your effort at Easter Road this evening is John Beaton. Let's hear from the visiting boss in that one, Graham Alexander. Getting to the venue is not the ultimate aim for me as a player or as a manager. Winning the game is the, the ultimate aim. So getting to a semi-final, playing at Hamden and not winning, I, I, don't, I don't get what we get out of that, personally. I think it's about winning a game of football and um, the, the target I think for every club that's still in the competition is to win the competition is not to have a game at Hamden that, that's how I would approach it and that is our aim um, so our aim is to go to Hibs and try and win a, a real hard competitive game of football regardless of where the next game is um, it's, it's the next round for us Graham Alexander speaking there ahead of that trip to Easter Road Looking forward to that one Because we mentioned All of Hibs' firepower And it's undeniable Boyle, Doidge, Nisbet Doig and, and various others Further back the pitch Motherwell Clearly with that team Alex They, they don't have Jordan Roberts To call on yep. Who was excellent On the last visit They don't have Tony Watt Certainly yeah. fit enough To start the match So much like they did The other night at Hamilton It looks like it'll be Very much a A bit more of a defensive shape Try and frustrate Hibs And, and See what they can do at the other end It's almost like playing for percentages Gordon Because of the personnel you, you just mentioned There being out the team You have to be resolute You have to be dogged Work your way in And they have people who can score goals We've seen that time after time uh, You know Declan uh, At the back as well Can score from a Gallagher Can score from the back So you know uh, They have goals in them Motherwell But they can't afford to lose early doors Gordon Otherwise I think they'll get overwhelmed and they'll need to defend well tonight, Gordon. There's no doubt. We've all mentioned uh, the Hibs firepower. Uh, we know how dangerous it can be. Given this bit a half chance, I gave them a uh, goal of the night uh, after Wednesday night's performance. It was a team goal, terrific goal. He was there, right position. So Motherwell defensively tonight will need to be solid. And if they can go and do that, they will create chances and they've got guys that can put the ball in the net. So it will be a difficult cup tie, but I think it'll be a very exciting one. I think it'll be hard for Motherwell. Uh, I think in terms of creating chances, watched them last week against Hamilton, a 10-man Hamilton, and they didn't create much. They got one goal to get them over the line. It'll be a different game against Hibs. And at the other end, they're playing against top-class strikers and wingers. I think Hibs may so win this comfortable. <laughs> I would argue the most... Um, Attractive Scottish Cup final would be Rangers against Hibs, but you don't get there 
uh, unless you do your work properly on nights like this against Motherwell, who will be, uh, you know, dogged, um, determined, every cliche in the book. But for me, a Rangers Hibs final would be the most attractive. With, with Colin, uh, speak for long, yourself. With, with Colin Long <laughs> uh, up front, you know, you've always got a chance. They can pull uh, goals out of nowhere. They two guys. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. The open line is here. It is your chance to have your say. So let's hear from you What is on your mind tonight Was your team in action today? If so What did you make of it? And if not What else is on your mind? We've got that big game at 5 o'clock Rangers fans How are you feeling About tomorrow? What should the team be To take on St Johnson? How confident are you Of progressing? Do you think St Johnson have, have got it in them To cause an upset Based on what you saw the other night? Pick up the phone And let us know Of course Celtic fans Part of the The frustration of this season Is summed up by the fact That you're sitting at home Watching on this weekend So What's on your mind with your team? 0141-951-1025 Get your call in right now And hopefully we will speak to you next After the action It's your reaction 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line We are underway at Easter Road In the first of this season's Scottish Cup quarter-finals Between Hibs and Motherwell We had a big day in the lower leagues And we've got big cup games Still to come Throughout the course Of the weekend So whatever is on your mind Pick up the phone And speak to us Let us know Let's hear from you 01419511025 On the phones Or at Clyde SSB On Twitter You've got Hugh Keevans Mark Wilson Alex Ray Gordon DL Every single one of them Here to take your abuse So let's hear from you Be kind though Sun's shining Hugh Keevans Good day of football so far Yeah Thoroughly enjoyable uh, Much more to come uh, well done to Hearts But they're still mm-hmm. not out on the park mm-hmm. yet To receive the trophy I can't understand the delay There are no people there <laughs> So uh, you know, But the, the paraphernalia is there All, all of the uh, photographs tomorrow uh, The setting is there for them to be taken uh, But still no sign of the jam tarts uh, Yeah they did win at home 3-0 against Inverness today Elsewhere Air United 0 Queen of the South 0 Dunfermline 4 are both 3 Morton 1 Alloa 1 And Dundee 2 Wraith Rovers 1 In Scottish League 1 Huge results East 5 2 Dumbarton 1 Falkirk 2 Cove 2 Partick Thistle 1 Airdrie 0 Means the Jags are 4 points clear at the top Peterhead 3 Clyde 0 In League 2 Albion Rovers 1 Annan 0 Edinburgh City 0 Stirling Albion 1 And Stenhouse Muir 0 Cowden Beef 2 Just the one game In the English Premier League today And it finished Liverpool 1 Newcastle 1 uh, the rest are still to come A bit later on this evening Let's go straight to the phones Shall we And see what we've got out there Robert is in Knightswood What's on your mind tonight Robert? Um, first and foremost guys I just hope that my Beloved Rangers um, Pay its justice tomorrow um, Obviously Andy knows me Gordon I'm the guy that sits two behind you At Ibrox um, And I hope that uh, It's not too long before we're back in um, watching football again. I just think tomorrow... Is that, is that a restricted view ticket when he sits in front of you, Robert? <laughs> I, depends I, depends what way I turn. He's got to get in early with the amount of grubby he sneaks in. Him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got a couple of points, guys. Um, obviously, um, Rangers, I, I hope Rangers uh, turn up tomorrow. I mean, Wednesday was a bit of a... A bit of a game, um, quite a lot of controversy with penalties and penalties for and penalties I thought it was, not But I just hope they turn up tomorrow and um, 
I would love it to be a Rangers Hibs final because the last final, unfortunately, I was making my way uh, to Australia to visit my brother in Perth, and then obviously I go out there and uh, the rest was history. I mean, it was it was a, an epic game, and obviously credit to Hibs. I mean, they they won it. Um, I was quite astounded that they did win it, but it's one of the things. But I just hope the more I, I, we, we we can clinch it. And also, um, credit to Hearts and Thistle, because again, they, I thought it was a bit unjust the way that happened to them. So it's quite um, satisfying to know that they've clinched the title and hopefully Thistle mm. will do the same. I yeah, I mean, the team will be for tomorrow. Well, that's a good question. I think that, that phrase possibly sums it up, Alex. Um, I just hope Rangers turn up tomorrow, says Robert, because I think most people know that if they do, they will win. Yeah. But most Rangers fans like Robert know that in the last couple of seasons there have been cup games where they haven't turned up. Yeah, and it's a good point, Gordon. And until they actually secure a cup, uh, then th- that will be labelled at them. Uh, I said earlier on about the St Mirren performance. Steven Gerrard rested several players on that night. I would expect them to be at full tilt tomorrow. I expect all the key players to come back in. Tavernier, Halanda, McGregor, Arfield, uh, Morelos, Kent, Aribo. I think they'll all come back into the mix. Uh, you know, that's how Robert ended it. How will the team be tomorrow? Any surprises? Steven Gerrard wasn't even pretending. He, he said during the week, I made all these changes because yeah. because of the weekend. I think it'll be, if everyone's fit and well, it'll be the same team that faced Celtic. I can't see him changing from that. Um, I think Aribo will be on the right, Kent on the left, Morelos up top. Uh, same same midfield because so for no, me... No that, place for Scott Wright. We've had a few calls for no, him. Listen, I think Scott Wright's done well. Uh, the chances he's got, the games he's played, and it'll do his confidence the world a good, that goal the other night. Mm-hmm. But I can't see him shifting Aribo or Kent out that side at the minute. It's too important for Rangers this game. You know, the league's done. They've done the hard bit. But Steven Gerrard will be desperate to win the Scottish Cup. The players will be desperate to be there the last day of the season, Scottish Cup final day, experience it and actually win the trophy. So he's I don't think he's going to take any chances when, with his team selection. When you make wholesale changes as Stephen Gerrard did midweek, there is always an element of risk. And in the end he got caught uh with the, the late sucker punch. Um but it told me because he will play his strongest side tomorrow without question. It told me that Stephen Gerrard is more concerned with a League and Cup double than he is with going through the entire season. He wants to do it, go through the entire season undefeated, but getting the League and Cup sure. double is more important to him. Unless, of course, it's next weekend and it's Celtic. How would you rate your confidence levels ahead of this one, Robert? Uh, again, guys, I just think, like, if we turn up, um, Merso Morelis, I don't know what's going on with it. I mean, I'm not criticising him, but I just think the past couple of games he's 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 kind of been blown hot and cold, uh, and I just hope uh, whatever the strike force is that when the chances do come that they, they take them, because um, there's a few chances that's been uh, they've had and they've kind of squandered them. I just hope that it is a good game and we we we, we see the real the real Rangers and the hunger um, that the fans have have been lacking. Uh, as in the, the team turning up and getting his the trophies that I think that, that we're, we're more than overdue to get to win. Yeah, do you think it feels different now, Ian? See now you've won the league because that's that's like the hardest thing to do, isn't it? And that's the yeah. the kind of real representation of a team's strength over a season. So, although people like me, granted, keep bringing up and saying, you know, Rangers haven't won a, a cup yet, and they've had these 
really disappointing results that that there must be a bit less anxiousness around these cup games when you've already won the league. I mean, that that must make things feel a bit different. It certainly does. I mean, I'm still on cloud nine. Um, we're winning the league, honestly. It's, they've, they've been absolutely fantastic. And all credit to Gerard and the backroom staff from top to bottom. And it's quite significant with um, the seventh anniversary of Sandy, the, the, the passing of Sandy Jardin. So I think it would be fitting if we could clinch a win tomorrow and get to the final. Um, as I said, because we've been through quite a turmoil in, in the, the past couple of years that we've had, and we've been everywhere, un- unfortunately, due to work. In fact, I've just finished work now. Um, but as I said, my son, he's he's thoroughly enjoyed getting up and doing, travelling all over, visiting every, every ground in Scotland, which is, again, I'd never ever thought that that could be done with Rangers, but... Uh, due to the, the circumstances that they found ourselves in. Um, I just think the fans are due something back. And then, thankfully, uh, Stephen Gerrard and that's gave us a club back, gave us a team that we're proud of. And hopefully the more I, um, we get to the final, and then hopefully the sunshine and on the, the day of the final. Yeah, Hugh Robert mentioning seven years. Oh, Sandy Jarden, I must admit, when I saw that, yeah, I could. That, that was just the first thing that, that jumped out. Could not believe that. Seven years already. I know. Incredible. I go back a long, long way with Sandy. I used to write his column in a, a, a newspaper that no longer exists. That how, that's how far I go. Yeah. Uh, we go back. Uh, he was a, a, an absolute gentleman, as well as a magnificent player the era of McGrain and Jardin and the, the national team was quite something the two best fullbacks uh, that, that, that we had seen for a long long time uh, and as well as being a fantastic football player uh, he was just such a gentleman Lively start at oh. Easter Road I think Motherwell went on the front foot Chris Long had one of the worst shots you'll ever see like Genuinely um, It was so high and so wide Alex It might even have stayed in play And at the other end A real dangerous ball across the face Nesbitt, Just begging yep. to be touched in But no takers for him Actually two great balls Gordon Nesbitt puts the one in from the left hand side It's an in swinger And Christian Doig can't get on the end But Boyle has one that goes round the face And it was young Doig coming down the, the left hand side So Hibs have actually started the better uh, In the open exchanges yeah, a bit worrying there for Motherwell. That was a terrific ball in. Uh, I think he's got to throw himself at that, Alec. I think he makes a better effort. Yeah. He'll probably connect and it's an empty net. It's in the back of net. So Motherwell just need to be wary of what's happening here. I said earlier, Gordon, if they're going to get anything here in this cup tie, they've got to defend. Don't give anything away cheaply early. Settle into the game because they have got guys that, whether it be for a set play, as Alec was saying there about Declan Gallagher and people like that, can go and grab you a goal. But they've got to make sure they keep that back door shut. Uh, thanks to Robert sharing his thoughts ahead of Rangers St Johnston. What about the thoughts of the managers though? Uh, difficult to predict how the game's going to plan out. Um, I'm hoping to see more intensity and more quality from our point of view. Um, I think it goes without saying the team will look different. Um, our game plan will look different. And, um, you know, it's a fresh game, but a game we're very much looking forward to. St Johnston are a good team, organised, well drilled. And they're having a fantastic season themselves. So it's all to play for at the weekend, but a really exciting side that we're very much looking forward to. I said a few weeks ago, once the league was wrapped up, that our priority now becomes the Scottish Cup. You've obviously got to see all the league games out and we want to try and remain unbeaten. But we are glad that game's out the way. We've come through with no injuries or any scares. 
and um, we're in a good place now going into the weekend. And I want the performance uh, to look very much different. The team will look different because I made a lot of changes uh, in midweek and I made substitutions on the back of uh, what that game needed um, with one eye on this weekend. So um, we're excited and in a good place going into this. So Stephen Gerrard there up against Callum Davidson tomorrow. The game Wednesday night, I think... Uh... Probably doesn't bear a lot of relevance to the game on, on Sunday. Different place, different pitch. Uh, I imagine they'll have four or five changes. Uh, we might have a couple of changes as well. So uh, all it does with me is just show them my players their attitude and their, their desire. Uh, they want to go and win a game of football and, and try their hardest. You know, Rangers are a top quality side and uh, we've got to be at our very, very best to get a, get a win. And Rangers probably have to be at a slight off day. So let's hope they have a little off day and we're very good on Sunday. Did you see anything in St Johnson, Alex, that makes you think they could they could cause a, a yeah, problem? Absolutely, Gordon. And uh, I thought their attitude, their application, their hunger for the game uh, the other night, uh, Melamed caused a few problems, made down the side. They looked to me as if they were a threat from set plays as well, Gordon. So I think Callum Davison will go into that game feeling as if they mm. can actually go on and try and get an upset. I mean, is it a safe assumption that Rangers make the seven changes back the way and, and restore those players that, that they would expect their level to in- increase? Of course, um, I think they will make the seven changes back the way. But in terms of St. Johnson, I'm looking at their team through the other night. I don't know if they'll make as many changes as Calum Davidson was saying there. Says he could make they? a couple, but you know it was pretty much their full strength side. The game will take on a different form, of course, but being at Ibrox and those seven Rangers players probably come back into the side. Um, and I think Stephen Gerrard will fancy his chances massively. He's had a good look at St. Johnson. He knows the way they play. He knows what to expect. And uh, they've been there before Ibrox out share So I don't think he's anything to fear When a manager like Callum Davidson says Rangers would have to have an off night For us to get a result That tells you all you need to know um, The gulf between them uh, it, it, it wasn't demonstrated At McDermott Park midweek But there is a huge gulf In quality between the two of them And Rangers would have to suffer Some sort of collapse tomorrow Not to win the game I mean, obviously, I, I take that point. I couldn't necessarily argue, and we we, we know the old story about resources and, and so on. But St. Johnson are a good side; they're, they're yeah. a good team this season. They've they've done well. It, it wouldn't be Rangers' first choice to take on tomorrow, I wouldn't imagine. No, when you look at the season that they've had, they started very slow. We weren't quite sure what we we're going to get. They they won the league cup. They then get into the top six in the last couple of games of the season. They would be absolutely delighted, and they, as I said, they'll go into this as underdogs. But I think they'll go in with a kind of quiet confidence also. I know there are lies, damned lies and statistics. But if you look at the league table, there are 52 points between Rangers and St. Johnston. 52. So How many, how many, how, how many points are there between St. Mirren and, and things? You know, going back then, cup football is a totally different proposition. I fancy Rangers strongly tomorrow, Hugh. The home form has been so impressive this year. Yeah. But in any given day in cup football, we've seen upsets over the years, but I still fancy Rangers strong. Uh, 01419511025 Still goalless Hibs Motherwell Anything else doing Gordon? Um, Hibs just putting on A little bit of pressure Gordon But 14-15 uh, minutes Into the game Graham Alexander After the first couple of minutes The the good play by Hibs And obviously Threatening the moral goal I think he'll be quite happy The way that Hibs uh, Sorry Motherwell Have settled into it So um, Still nil-nil At Easter Road we're going to see the two sides of the League One title race here Because Brian has sent me a tweet Which says another season in the third tier Coming up for Falkirk Strategic failure at this football club On the other hand Ian is a Partick Thistle fan And all of a sudden Ian Things are looking remarkably rosy at the top of League One Are they not? 
such a tremendous turnaround. I never foreseen this coming. I was on a few weeks ago, uh, berating McCall for his the five changes he made before the game against bottom the league team uh, to sort of save players for the United Cup match, and I thought he was sacrificing a possible promotion for it. But the turnaround since the United defeat has been amazing. Five victories, five clean sheets, and they've gone from eight points behind to four points ahead. Uh, the, the famous word used guys all like to use, momentum, seems to be with us. Uh, today we got a bit of luck as well because they had to hit the post three minutes into added on time. So I think for once maybe we're going to get the rub of the game. Yeah, I mean, the, the couple of things need to happen here because Ian mentions Partick's own form, which is, is brilliant, but it's coincided also with Falkirk dropping Dipping, off a yeah. little bit. And all of a sudden Things are looking great For the Jags I'm glad that Ian Came back on Because a couple of weeks ago He's went my call out And says he's not Taking it serious And he's on the rampage In the last five games But listen for Ian we, As I said last year At this time We were all saying It was a really harsh decision To, to kind of relegate them yeah. uh, And Hearts And so hopefully they, they do go up It is good For the Premiership That Hearts are back in it It, it will be good For the Championship If Partick Thistle join That league Um these are great institutions Heart of Midlothian And Partick Thistle And They will forever feel Aggrieved At what happened A year ago However They have By their own endeavours Put themselves Into this position Of being back And taking a, An upward step Good luck to them yeah, I mean Mark You talk about it You know Business end of the season As the, the cliche goes To win five in the bounce And not concede in that time yeah. Yeah. Well, Whilst the pressure is on yeah, that, that's quite oh, some going. Oh, very impressive. Um, because that was one of the ones that looked to Partick Thistle's form throughout the season and thought, really ropey. You know, you don't really know what you're getting from them. But the one thing that they've got is experience in their squad. The, you know, the interesting one, Stephen Bell, who's come in and uh, you know has went round the houses air. Then he left air to go to East Coast Pride, and then Ian McCall knows him so well, of course, and brought him in, and he's come in and done pretty well again. But just experience added to the squad. Always comes through I think At the business end of the season Whether that's if you're a Kilmarnock At the bottom of the Premiership Or if you're in this Thistle squad At the top end Looking for promotion These guys know how to get the job done And you've got to take your hat off To Ian McCall for that How important is it to have match winners Ian? Because I think In amongst this run You're looking at the guys That are going to score you goals To win things Brian Graham scored today Zach Rudden's been on a good goal scoring form And Scott Tiffany's been a brilliant signing At that end of the pitch as well Oh yeah, these three guys. Uh, Rudden couldn't couldn't score, and I and I I, I, I better not use the. Oh, you had me worried there. I must admit. <laughs> you but um, he really was missing sitters, and he just seemed bereft of any confidence. And then he, he managed to chase the ball in for his first goal, and from then on, he's been red hot. Um, Game scored again today. Uh, Tiffany, I don't know where that guy came from, but I mean, he's supposed to be at Wimbledon, I think, or Wimbledon. Yes. Uh, what a tremendous player he's a bit like um, Callum Higginbottom used to be That's who he reminds me of That kind of player, player player Who's got a bunch yeah. of skill and talent That could turn it on Couldn't score in a month of Sundays That was the expression you were looking for Ian wasn't it? Close to that one yeah that Month of Sundays Wow I thought that was it I thought we were getting taken <laughs> off air there One of Daz's favourite scenes <laughs> um, Anything else? Easter Roads yeah. Again it looks as if it's Hibs That are chapping on the door I, I, I tell you what Alex What about that? A tackle you got to talk about 
I, I was just going to say, what about the amount of balls Hibs are putting in the Motherwell box? You know, no waiting about, no passing, trying to get through the lines and all that nonsense. They're getting it wide and they are putting it across the face. Motherwell, you know, centre-backs have got to be on top form this afternoon to... To keep the ball at the back of the net they, Because they they're going give, to be tested Well they keep giving the ball away Motherwell There's no composure But what they're actually trying to do at the moment And it's just wave after wave uh, Right good time to get your call in 01419511025 If you give us a call right now We could be speaking to you next The games are over The talking begins 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Alex Ray and Gordon DL are here The Scottish Cup quarterfinals are underway in the sunshine On Leith, Hibs nil, Motherwell nil with 23 minutes gone The opening side, the home side you'd have to say Shading the opening exchanges But no real goal scoring chances Some dangerous balls across that have been begging for someone to take them uh, But nothing, nothing really um, in front of goal at the moment It's Motherwell on the attack currently as Devante Cole and Stephen O'Donnell try and work something in the corner Kevin Nisbet's just taken a sore one Yeah, it looks as if he's rocked his ankle a little bit Can be sore, painful He's going to have to run his run himself through that, Gordon Because um, he's a key player I have to say, Hibs have started the game very well mm. uh, Put a lot of balls into the box also But just no takers at the moment It's very rare that I would talk about Hull City On, on Clyburn Super Scoreboard, mm. right? But they've, they've been promoted today to the, yeah. to the Championship and uh, but I just like this on Twitter, right? After the week that we've had, they've put up club statement in bold. Hull City can confirm that it's formally begun the procedures to withdraw from Skybet League One and join <laughs> twenty-three clubs in a new competition, the Skybet Championship. Uh, but very clever. Yeah, good, good on them. Getting a lot of attention that one. It's only been up for. Mark what? Wilson says it's a horrible place. So. Hull. <laughs> I told, you that in, I told you that in private off air <laughs> The whole tourist board are listening yeah. We're sorry Yeah and they'll be back though Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah Hearts Hart, missed a trick there Didn't they With their PR They should have thought of that And put that oh, out Good shout yeah. there go. uh, Greg Doherty of course He's had yes, a good season yeah. at, at Hull hasn't he So Helped them to promotion To the championship Let's Wait until that corner's cleared At Easter Road And I think it is <laughs> um, Let's go to Alec Who is a Celtic fan on the line What's your point Alec? Hi lads, how we doing? Yeah, well, uh, Scottish Cup weekend in for the last few years, you know, as a Celtic fan, we've been uh, used to being there, uh, getting up the podium, collecting the cup, and I think it's now just, you know, it's just starting to hit home now, you know, it's, we're, we're just watching, we're, we're on the outside watching in now, and it's not really all that good, you know what I mean? Uh, it's really poor. Just another wee quick one about John Kennedy and about uh, the management situation as well. Uh, I think John Kennedy's chance was last week uh, against Rangers. Now, even though we, we had the better chances, you know, it's about putting the ball in the back of the net, as, as Hugh keeps on saying. Uh, again, then we played Aberdeen. John's no, John hasn't really changed anything. I thought we were going to start to see some of the talent that's there because half of them that are there are not going to be there. You know, so like like for Scott Brown, you know, he's not going to be there. So put a blue sword in, just three things like that. And when the new management comes in, whoever it is, he's going to at least need three transfer windows because we're not going to go and sign 11 and 12 players in one windy and expect it to work. So whatever happens, win, lose or draw, this guy, whoever it is, he's going to need at least three windows. And I was just saying, obviously, the producer, Usually the media, like yourself, you and whatever, they, 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 they get wee snippets of who it's going to be as a manager. 
it's starting to get really frustrating now. You know, the Celtic board, there is nothing that's came for Celtic, nothing at all, uh-huh. no indication or whatever. And the Celtic fans, especially season ticket holders, we just need to sit and wait until they decide to come out and say, right, this is what's happening, you know what I mean? And like I say, it's just getting frustrating. Well, my understanding is that the, the season ticket renewal forms are days away first from May, going yeah. out, 1st of May. Um, you know, and you are saying, Alec, uh, the new manager, whoever it is, I find it astonishing that you, the fan, uh, are left in that position of, well, whoever it is. Um, it will be nine weeks on Wednesday since Neil Lennon lost his job at Celtic. Uh, and it's gone very, very quiet. And you're right, there have been no leaks. I, I don't mind that, the whole job uh, of journalists is to find out what people don't want them to know. Uh, I've no doubt that people have been digging and digging and digging, but it still seems to be Eddie Howe or Eddie Howe. Uh, and there's been absolutely nothing coming to the fore from Dermot Desmond or Peter Lawwell. Um, I find it bizarre. I think uh, Alex's point about uh, a couple of windows, I think that's a fair comment, but I do believe there will be uh, around about the 10, 11 players coming in uh, in the summer. Whether they all hit the ground running is another thing, Gordon. The, the, the new manager will be, I was talking to Hugh in the last break as well about the actual kind of period since Neil left and to now it's just eight and a half weeks, but it's wrangling on. Season tickets are, I thought it would be this week prior to the, the renewal egging back out. Going back to Ronnie Dyla when he left, at least there was an announcement. That he was stepping down at the end of the season The uh-huh. Celtic fans knew there was a change The Celtic fans actually don't know If there's going to be a change from John Kennedy For all they know this No, there is, you can't I, go no, I know, I know But there's not been any official word Is my point, Alec yeah, For, the, yeah. for the, the hierarchy at Celtic See, Saying there will definitely be a change And that's concerning Alex quite calm uh, Although he is admitting to his deep disappointment At watching a cup weekend come and go And there's no participation from Celtic In that cup competition After a quadruple treble But Alec and other supporters Will not be so calm uh, From Monday onwards Because it'll be the Rangers-Celtic game To come in the league at Ibrox next weekend And I feel for John Kennedy He's been left holding the baby here uh, And he's taking all manner of flack uh, and it's not his fault that there's been inactivity on the, the managerial front. Uh, so I feel for John Kennedy and I have no reason to doubt that he'll be left holding the baby again when Rangers uh, play Celtic next weekend. Uh, I think it's unfair on him and I go back to it nine weeks on Wednesday since Neil Lennon departed the club. Nine Weeks. Good defending from Stephen O'Donnell at the back post to prevent Hibbs yeah. getting in from a cross ball. Gordon, you can understand Alex's frustration. There will be an element of this where Celtic fans have been spoiled with cup success recently. It's unheard of, really. You're not, you're not meant to just go on and win every cup from now until the end of time. You have to get used to going out of cups. But because of the way it's been in the last few seasons and the fact that there was no other silverware, you can get why Alec is watching on as. An all Premiership card of quarterfinals takes place, and Celtic aren't part of it. Yeah, usually for Celtic and their fans, Gordon, they're looking forward to the last game of the season in May, Scottish Cup final. Who will they play? The excitement, winning another trophy. Uh, just now, they're looking forward to some some news of who's got to be their next manager. 
And I think the guys are right. I can't believe how quiet it is. Um, by just sitting back and, and watching this unfold, it's clear now that they're not going to name their manager probably until the summer comes in, which I think is a massive mistake. I agree with Alec because I've said it many times on this show that it's going to be 10, 11 new players coming in. And I also agree with Alec the caller that whoever the manager is, he's going to have to have those transfer win- uh, windows gone because you bring all those players in at once, you ain't going to get everyone hitting the ground running. So it's going to take a bit of time. But if I was a Celtic fan, I'd be really concerned about the silence. But, but, I get that. But at the same time, what what is it you're looking for, Alec? You know, Because I, from my memory, I'm not sure many clubs would come out and say, oh, here's the guy that we're chasing. We're, we're hoping that we get this manager and, and hopefully it gets over the line. What, what type of communication is it that you're looking for at this point? Well, Gordon... You know, this season was meant to be the, 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 the defining season, you know what I mean? We've obviously, we've came to terms with that. You know, whatever's happened this season, it's happened. We've came to terms with that now. As, as Hugh says, the, the season ticket sales are coming out on Monday, the May the 1st now. It might, it might just be me speaking about me, but I think that when when they start sending out the new letters for people to start getting down to their pocket and paying £600, what are we paying the £600 for? Now, no respect to John Kennedy. I, I respect John Kennedy as a man. But this, you know, it's, it, it, I think that we need we need a new manager, right? I, I, I'm not hanging John Kennedy to dry. I think it's shocking that he's getting left as soon as to carry the baby. But we're expected to put out £600. What for? You know, we don't know. Like we say, we don't know who the manager's going to be. We don't know if there's going to be a director of football. We need a full new team. What's it, what, what is it going to be? Is it going to be loans? Is it going to be... Players, if we're going to be shifting and in, in buying projects to, to like guys who have sort of a past it, we don't. There, there is nothing. So I, I'm looking for just a wee bit of clarity. I'm looking for look, like, we've, we've got three targets in mind, and this is who we're going to go for. I'm not expecting them to come out and say right, we're going for Eddie Howe or whatever. But if, to be honest with you, if Eddie Howe is saying that he can't come into the summer, I'm afraid we should be moving on to Plan B because we, he's going to come in and the Champions League. Qualifiers are going to be upon us straight away. So surely a club like Celtic size, you know, I know we must be casting on net, but if, if we're getting asked, 50 odd thousand people getting asked to get into their pockets to pay £600 minimum for a season, but I think we're due some some form of information or clarity coming for someday at Celtic Park, whether it be Dermot Desmond, Peter Lowell, the cleaner, MD, but we're getting nothing. It's a, it's a closed shop, we're getting told nothing. And it's a wee bit frustrating, that's all. Thanks. Nice to hear from you, Alec. Um, maybe <laughs> things will be a bit less frustrating in the coming weeks. We will watch with interest. Speaking of frustrating... Oh, I can um, see your voice! <laughs> uh, Motherwell, starting to look a bit more confident, Alec. Yeah. Starting to, to put a bit of pressure on. They've just had a, oh. a great break forward. You, you wonder why Chris Long doesn't take the ball into his path. He checks back, gives it to Alan Campbell. He produces a good shot, and it's a decent save from Macy. Gordon, it was actually a good press in the middle of the park. The ball fell to Alan Campbell. The reason why he never took it in his stride was because the pass was not firm enough to get it out of his feet, so then had to check back and lost the momentum. But it's oh, another opportunity from the resulting corner. Ricky Lamy at the back post. Just doesn't get the connection. Good uh, Gordon, the mother will look like they, they've got a bit more belief in the recent minutes. 
As I said, Gordon, I think Graham Alexander just wanted Motherwell to grow into this game. He knew he was going to come under a bit of pressure from the home side with the firepower they've got. You're 30 odd minutes on the clock, still nil nil. You've not really asked your goalkeeper to have a terrific save. I totally agree with Alec there. The only thing that was missing was the weight in the pass. Oh, the weight in the pass was the only thing that was missing. Our long was running goals. Uh, let's take another call from I'll tell you what We'll do this in a Slightly different order Because it makes sense Jack in Mulgai Won't mind waiting Just a minute or two more Because we'll hear from his manager Who is Ian McCall Thistle now sitting pretty At the top of League 1 After today's results We're not there yet You, you wouldn't expect An old guy like me To say any different And um, we were put under Severe pressure at the end I mean Airdrie had money to lose They're throwing everybody forward But for us, if it had been 3 nothing at half-time, it would have flattered us. And then we Scott Tiffany, who's been fabulous, misses a, a pretty good chance there. He puts 2-0 up. Um, but then we're hanging on. But, you know, defensively, we were, we were excellent. They've got a lot of long throws and long balls and stuff. and uh, They'll cause the other teams that they play problems. You know, I, I think they'll be in the playoffs. They'll not be easy to beat in the playoffs. So it's a great result for us, but we're not, we're not there yet. And the, We'll be very lucky. We were very unlucky, first of all, injuries, but we'll be very lucky. But we've now lost Bannigan, who, who might be okay for Tuesday, and Dot looks like he's still bad on his shoulders, and that's the, that's the beating heart of our team, you know. So we need at least one of them to make it. Jack is a Partick Thistle fan. Ian McCall's not admitting it, Jack. He's keeping his cards close to his chest, but is that is it done? Is it nearly done? Are you going up? Hi, guys. Uh, thanks very much for having me on. First time caller. Um, oh, welcome. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you've got to say now that we are probably firm favourites. Now, you know, we, we, when you're a Partick Thistle fan, you know that things are never exactly set in stone, you know, and uh, certainly the Thistle fans have been through the ringer in the last couple of years, you know, two, uh, two relegations in the last three years. But, you know, I was going to say, I, I, had a whole, I had a whole bunch of points, but the previous caller, Ian, pretty much said all the points I was going to make, you know. Oh, don't be daft. Carry on. You, you, you can word them in your own way. No, no problem at all. On you go. Um, no, so, yeah, I, I mean, Thistle, they've, they've really just hit form at the right time, you know. You're talking, as Ian said, it's five wins in a row and five clean sheets. Now, you know, don't get me wrong today. Airdrie, Airdrie gave us a fantastic game today. You know, they're a good side and they were up there for a reason. Um, now, we could have been, as as uh, Ian McCall said, we could have been two or three clear by half-time there. Goalie made some absolutely fantastic saves, but then, obviously, Adrian hit the post in the 94th minute, so I've just come up the road for a wee bit of a lie-down, you know, after all that. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. I mean, Jack, see this sense of injustice from last season, because we've seen Hearts clinch the championship and, and lift the trophy today, Partick Thistle in a, a similar boat. What's it been like this season? Have you been able to... Move on from that sense of injustice, or is it is it added a bit of extra spice to this season? Um, well, I, I think I think it was just one of those things where I mean, it, in my own personal opinion, yet I had to just take it for what it was. There was more kind of important things going on at that moment in time. Um, so unfortunately, it was what it was. I, th- I think the thing that most Thistle fans will tell you, which was the most frustrating, was that we had this game in hand last season against Inverness who we had a 100% record against for the whole for, for the season prior you know but that's not to say that we would have won the game but definitely we, we had a chance to try and we, we should have at least had a chance to try and save ourselves but I think that now you know I, I think now we're, we're, we're definite firm favourites to go up um, but as I say we, we can't 
we certainly can't rest on our laurels and I think the now the the game away at Cove on Tuesday is massive, probably the biggest game of the season, I would say. Hugh, that injustice that we we talk about mm. the for the neutrals, if you like, watching on. I don't think anyone's going to grudge Hearts. Or, well, Hearts is different because you're such a big club that people yeah. have got people have got their own bones to pick with you for for whatever reason. But yeah. you know, for, for Partick Thistle, for instance, trying to kind of right the wrongs. If you can bounce straight back up, it'll never. Erase what, what happened last year no. But it's the best case scenario Because the fear Remember this season last year The talk was This is ridiculous Because what if they go down And they don't come back up And they disappear mm. Partick Thistle Seasons that end in a one Won the Scottish Cup 1921 Won the League Cup 1971 And they're going to come up 2021 And Jack knows He's conditioned He's been conditioned Since birth to understand that life is never simple at Partick Thistle. However, I think their full-time status has been a big help to them because this season has been an endurance test. Not so much a football competition as an endurance test because matches have been condensed into a shorter space of time. Players have been running to the ground, even the full-timers. Uh, and I feel for all of them But in an endurance test If you display your strongest form When the endurance test is almost over Then you have come in off the rails At just the right time And Partick Thistle have time there run beautifully And you spoke about Hearts being a big club In terms of this city Partick Thistle is a big mm. club And people feel a strong affection for Partick Thistle And if they beat Cove Rangers and they come up Then I would Say to my old sparring partner Ian McCall, well done Collie Jack it was nice to speak to you Make sure you stay in touch, that was Jack in Mulgai 01419511025 We'll get a half time report From Easter Road next After they play You have your say 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line we're going to cross over to Easter Road In a couple of minutes time We'll get a half time report But there's still some life left In that first half yet And I think there was a couple of stoppages as well So maybe a few moments time We'll go to Alison at Easter Road And get the first half story From Hibs against Motherwell You're tilting your head at me That means you've got something to say yeah, I get the impression that Hibs Are starting to make heavy weather of this uh, You know I've gone on about The loss to Hearts in October In what was the semi-final Of last season's Scottish Cup they lost to St Johnston in the semi-final of the Betfred Cup and uh, St Johnston went on to win the trophy. Uh, and the team that we have gone on about, about uh, Nisbet and Boyle and Doig and Doig and Jackson Irvin and all the good things about Hibs, it's not happening for them today. Yeah, we'll speak to Alison very soon indeed. Uh, Rangers tomorrow, we've already given that a bit of a preview and, and heard from the likes of Stephen Gerrard. And Callum Davidson uh, We're getting a bit ahead of ourselves But the scheduling people like to toy with us at the weekend What about the rest of the, the Scottish Cup ties still to come? Who is it? They've got Dundee United Aberdeen, Dundee United Yeah, and that's at Pataudry, isn't it? That'd be a difficult game uh, Aberdeen played well during the week For me, uh, if they replicate that I think it'll be a tough afternoon for Dundee United Reading Stephen Glass Used to be a Dundee United diehard yeah, Go yeah. and watch him in finals I didn't know that actually So I'll be interested He'll definitely be wanting to, to go there As Alex says, play the same way I think they did against Celtic I mean, I, I touched on that on Thursday Aberdeen struggled to make chances And score them for so long 
But against Celtic They could have had a barrel load They had the post They scored one They had Hayes running out of steam When he was 1-1 one one with the goalkeeper So he will be encouraged uh, with that And I fancy Aberdeen to win that one One of the best free transfers in the last 10 years Says Tommy Wright about Kyle Lafferty Or mm-hmm. the best out, outside of a window or whatever it was I don't think we'd grudge him the praise Because the impact has been unbelievable And imagine he comes in Keeps them in the division And fires them towards cup success They play St Mirren on Is that one Monday? Monday, Monday, yeah. Monday, yeah. Monday night, yeah uh, I fancy them um, Although St Mirren have done great things under uh, Jim Goodwin But the Lafferty story is sensational Because Kilmarnock I really did fear for them at that point Bottom of the league Tommy Wright There was no Bounce from the new manager coming in uh, And it just wasn't happening I was beginning to get seriously concerned For them But Lafferty Has just changed the landscape It is a Transformation That's priceless Half time at Easter Road Let's get a half time report From Alison Half time at Easter Road Hibs nil Motherwell nil Hibs have had the bulk of the possession, but it's goalless at half-time. Alex Gogic found Kevin Nisbet in the box, but his curling shot went past the post early on. At the other end, Marco Harris' free kick was easily saved by Macy in the Hibs goal. Then Kevin Nisbet at the other end had the shot just past for Hibs and then a ball into the box for Jackson Irvin but it headed well over Alan Campbell did have a real chance for Motherwell but his effort was pushed clear by Macy as well so an entertaining first half Hibs with the bulk of the possession but no goals so far in the Scottish Cup quarter final it is Hibs nil Motherwell nil What have you made of the first half guys in the studio Hugh Keevans? Uh, I, I, I thought that Hibs started well but I've started to make heavy weather of it I think that Motherwell have played themselves into the game uh, and I think at nil-nil, the happier of the two managers is Graham Alexander and I'm beginning to think that I've gone with the wrong horse on this one, Alec. Yeah, I agree with you. I think uh, Hibs come out of the blocks very well on the front foot, putting plenty of balls across the face, looking to try and get that early goal. But you just feel as if Motherwell are starting to kind of find their way into the game. They look a threat to set plays as well. And obviously I said If Alan Campbell Had just put a little bit more weight In that ball The centre forward Long would have been through and go Amateur body language Analysis coming up It looked like Jack Ross Was quite quick to turn And get up that tunnel Gordon He didn't look Greatly impressed With what he's seen And trying to maybe get some Instructions across at the break Well you look at a team That the, all the guys in the studio Will bum them up About the firepower they've got Liam Kelly's not had a save To make in 45 minutes So as much as They've had the bulk of the play They're not really Turning that into Really good chances Gordon And Motherwell's grown into the game I think Graham Alexander will be delighted Alex right, only for the fact that Campbell putting a little bit more pace on that ball Long I think's got a terrific chance So uh, Jack Ross will be having a few strong words in that dressing room Asking for a bit more And I think Graham Alexander will be saying to his players Look, just keep going the way we're going And there's a chance that we could be in the next round of the Scottish Cup This might go all the way Gordon I think Jack Ross will be having strong words with his strikers. I think the rest of the team have been pretty comfortable. I think the guys in the wide areas have delivered. But you've got two strikers who have not gambled. And that's where you want those guys, Nisbet and your Doge, to gamble. I think, what, four or five balls have been right on the money. And all you need is a striker to gamble. 
And it's went flashing across the face I think he'll be having a go at them at half time Bit of credit to the defenders There have been several times Mark Where they've just yeah. ushered them yeah. out and it mattered Because they were getting a free hit at goal then uh, From one side of the city to the other uh, Let's speak to Kenny who's a Harps fan Hi Kenny, Kenny. Hi good evening guys uh, Listen you're, uh, I'm chuffed to bits My mum carried me to my first games in 1964 As a as a 7 month old baby You know what I mean uh, it doesn't matter what anybody says. Or the last year, if you go back and you go back in the past, it, it doesn't change. So you're as well looking forward. Uh, hearts are champions. <laughs> Brilliant. What did you make of the whole? Should they? Shouldn't they lift the trophy debacle? They should lift it, Gordon. Do you know what I mean? Some of these guys. Listen, I hardly ever played amateur football. If I won a losers' medal, I threw it away. But if if uh, these guys, it's been an up and down season, but. I was going to say, like, to Alec and Mark, they'll appreciate it more because Gordon was sort of older and slower, but uh, <laughs> Hearts, we, we put the league doing a bit. We put our football doing. We tend to concentrate on the, the top two, can the Super League of Scottish football, but uh, that, that championship, there's a lot of good teams in there. You know, you're Dundee's, you're Inverness, you're Dunfermline's. They were, all, they were all Premier League teams at one point. I know, but it's it's the budget difference, isn't it, Kenny? That's what led people to call winning the championship a a bare minimum for Hearts this season. I was good, and I I appreciate that. I mean, it's everything about football nowadays today with finance. Uh, I'm just dying on the day where I can actually get me and my daughter can jump on the train and uh, and get into Murrayfield and into Tynecastle and, and enjoy a, a game. You know what I mean? Get back to real reality. Absolutely I'm glad that Kenny came on And said what he said Absolutely. Because Since Hearts uh, Assumed the, the mantle of champions There was a kind of Mean-spirited comment From Robbie Nielsen About ramming it down Critics' throats That I thought You don't need to do that Robbie You know You, you become the champions And then there was the fuss About the trophy Will they or won't they touch it And all that stuff Kenny is Dyed in the wool Jambo I spent 17 happy years working for an Edinburgh newspaper when hearts were a big, big deal. And I gained a lot of respect for the supporters and the people at hearts. And I think today is about joy. It's not about recrimination. Kenny's right. He wants to say hearts are champions and that's great. It's not about recrimination. It's about next season hearts in the Premiership. And they might need better players all of that is understood. However, in the moment of triumph, tell us your story about being the Hearts fan, Kenny. Chuffed about Shug, you know what I mean? Uh, Hearts has been my life. You know, I've never. I, I'm born on my up at Tynecastle, and uh, they've always been my team. You know, I even dreamed of playing for them one day when I played in the same juvenile teams as Messrs Mackay and Bowman and Westwater and that. But that never happened. So I just played amateur football with an angry head. <laughs> Uh, spoken on behalf of Millions of Absolutely. Scottish men I could have made it I could have been the one See if it wasn't for that dodgy knee that, Do you know that's what's going to happen See now that the pubs are reopening That's what's going to come back That's what we've missed over the last year Numerous guys every night Who want to tell you They could have made it If it this, wasn't for their yeah. dodgy knee This has been Kenny's Party political broadcast On behalf of Duff players everywhere <laughs> um, I thought it was going to be The Kenny saying He's really looking forward To get back to a full time castle Back in the top flight With his daughter yeah. That's what football's all about for yeah. me See just maybe A little bit of perspective Because I think we all said We get it I, mean, I, I didn't yeah. Everyone was sympathetic To, to Hearts and, Well not everyone But everyone in here sympathetic to, to Hearts and Thistle and, and what happened last year but remember 
16 year old Finlay Pollock Came on Brilliant. Didn't he Yeah And Hearts have won the trophy And he's got to lift it And they love pictures And this is his debut You know I get it Yeah Let the SPFL know How unhappy you are But, but what, what, what what purpose Does that serve To then take away from Take away that memory From him Oh the achievement and, and not just him You know Some of the older ones as well Even their most decorated player yeah. Stephen Naismith it still goes on the honours list at the club And it's still a medal for them to look back on In years to come But I, I always think Trophy Day is a special day That's why when I was reading the stuff We may or may not collect Why would you not want to collect a trophy To show or the merits of what you've achieved Your dressing room Never mind about the outside noise It's about I'll you I'll bet you the darkest day in Kenny's life So far as the football's concerned Was the day that Hearts were seven minutes away From being yeah. the champions and I'll bet you that uh, Kenny was there And the memory will haunt him yet Was that 85, 86 years? Yeah but, but today yeah. Kenny can say My team have won the league I feel great Do you think in a, a strange way I can't believe I'm, I need to word this carefully Because it's, it's rubbish on all counts That fans can't get in But this whole touching the trophy thing it Was it a bit easier now today? Because all you can do really is You, you can't you're not going to jump about and celebrate on an empty pitch anyway. I mean, you might if you win the top flight and it's been, you know, take yeah. Rangers, for instance, with all the the weight they've had to get back and, and win a trophy. But Hearts managed to just do it quietly and, and get off and get on about their business. And there's no, there were no fans there anyway. Yeah, well, so it's a, it's a happy day all round. But I still think, even if there were fans in, I think the majority of them would have still enjoyed seeing their team you know, deservedly crowned champions and lift the trophy. That is what the end of April stroke May is about. You go and support your team or you're paying pay-per-view. You want to see them lift the cup or trophy or lead trophy or whatever and get their medals at the end of the day. Who's going to go on and win this quarter-final? Hibs or Motherwell? <sighs> Being to have my doubts. I can see extra time coming up. changing your I'm mind s- at half-time, I'm sticking to my guns. Hibs Yeah, will, Mother Hibs still yeah, sell, yeah. Hibs, too much quality. Motherwell. Thanks for that. It was... A- that was a, sh- a concise input to end the show. We are short on time. It's like you read my mind. Thank you, Gordon, Mark, Alex, Hugh. Thanks to the top team all around the grounds. And as always, the biggest thanks goes to you. Thank you for keeping us company on a Saturday afternoon. So many tweets. Whatever we ask you to get involved in, you step up in your numbers. And we really, really do appreciate it. We're back on Monday night to look back on all the week's biggest Scottish Cup talking points with Hugh Keevens and Alex Ray. In the meantime, stay safe, enjoy the sunshine. George Bowie's got you next. GBX on a sunny night like this goes down a treat.